What's going on, everybody? My name is Ultimate DJs, and we are here live on a Sunday night. Welcome in to Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast would like to welcome you in to the big show. Welcome in. Who is hanging out with us here tonight? And we're ready to get your learn on and maybe also hear about how I might could have possibly gone to jail tonight. <laughs> hey, let's do it. Hey, welcome Bernard, Server 28. Welcome into the show. Clueless one on 13, Twab on 22, Dirty Snowman on Server 37. Welcome. Spanning on 8, Caramel Thunder also on 8. Big Mike on 33. Welcome. Data Systems on 27. Talking Trek moderator and studio engineer Stevens Aaron is here. Server 129. Welcome. Bankman on 32. The Looter on 190. Silent Stabber on 8. Infinite Key on Server 9. Truck and Chick. Star Trek Fleet Command official podcast moderator. Talking Trek moderator Truck and Chick is here from 26. Hey, Tagora is here from Server 40. Welcome, Nathan, on Server 6. It is indeed showtime. Sotag, hey, from 28. Thank you, Arian, on 30. Stony Dude on Server 10. Raging Ginger on 31. Scalyback from the Outback on 193. Rotifer on 17. Andar on Server 163. Metal on Server 8. Silent Killers, let's go 31. Omicron on Server 16. Welcome. Orion Pax on the flagship server. That is Server 15. Jayberg on 32. Tabby Moza on 20. El Chipo joining us from Apex Server 196. Welcome. Thank you very much. Young Ducat, Server 38. Shout out, Brorenzo, he says. Shout out, Bubba Joe, Server 24. Welcome in, Quackville on Server 31. Orion Shorelive, yo, from US 52. Welcome in to the show. Beat for the Gods says 17 is in the house. I'm with Crazy, Server 13. Here to <laughs> here for the softball story. Hey, Boaz on 14. Welcome into the show. Karkin on server 15. Sitting Bull on server 40. Welcome. Sobex on server 24. Welcome. Herc on 25. Omicron on 16. NC on server 9. Gilgorth on 193. Welcome into the show. Triblets on server 11. Raskar says server 30. Giddy up. Vinius on 8. IJ. IJ says, I need a shout out. Long time listener. First time caller. What's up, IJ? Welcome. <laughs> Swagger on server 20 and 98 additional messages. You guys are animals. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you guys being here. Royal Power, Mr. Big, welcome in. And Curious, Battle Droid joining us as well. Good evening. Welcome into the show. What's up, McDougal? How you doing, buddy? Uh, thank you guys also very, very much for being here. Would like to welcome our guests here this evening. Of course, uh, studio engineer Mr. Stevens Aaron is here on the stage. Good evening to you. Welcome to the big show, sir. How are you? Good morning, morning. Good morning. Yeah, pretty good. He says good morning. Let's see. Hold on. Let me think if I can do this. <laughs> 16, I think you're 16 hours. So that would put you at 11.50 a.m. Am I wrong? Well, that... I'm wrong. Yep, that's correct. Oh, that's right. Uh, yay. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> you win the prize. Yay. The prize. I'm correct. Thank you, Steven. So it's not technically good morning. It's actually like lunchtime, right? Technically, well, yeah, it's basically lunchtime, but it's um, my it's Monday more it's Monday and it's a day off, and I've got two weeks holiday. So that's right, your vacation has begun. So it is actually, I guess, in fact, that you've actually just woken up, probably within the last couple of hours. Pretty much. Uh, talking trick <laughs> yeah. moderator and Mama Hen Truck and Chick is here as well. Uh, good evening to you, Miss Truck and Chick. How are you? Um, I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I'm doing great. No doubt you are here to make sure that I don't go to jail. I may <laughs> I may potentially 
still possibly think that someone might be looking for me. So it, this is a crazy story. Mm -hmm. I, I get I get into it in a second. Uh, also, good evening and welcome into the show, uh, right hand man and resident talking track level fifty bro, Mister Big Country is here. Big, uh, big. Good evening to you. Uh, not you're, you're skipping our traditional Sunday night yeah, Taco Bell. On. Yeah, you you. Uh, you said that you're skipping Taco lunch. Bell tonight. I had I had for lunch. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't worry. We still had Taco Bell on Sunday. Don't worry about that. We still, still had Taco Bell today. Yeah, we still had Taco Bell on Sunday. No, he told me a minute ago that he was going for uh, Texas Roadhouse tonight, which I personally love. Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse is like one of my favorites. Um, and uh, so, of course, I know the whole menu, right? I told him. I said, "What are you going to get?" And I was, I was thinking maybe you were going to get like the porterhouse or maybe two of them because, you know, that's their biggest steak. It's a 26-ounce T-bone at the Texas Roadhouse, and it's always amazing. But, no, he's getting <laughs> not one but two full racks of ribs uh, tonight from the Texas Roadhouse. That's a lot of, that's a lot of ribs, man. Like even like the, the slabs from Texas well, Roadhouse. Ribs, man. I do. I like big. ribs. And yeah. cheese fries. There's cheese fries and then the – the butter for the bread, that's – Yeah. And, and that was what the wife wanted today. So she okay. was like, I don't know what I'm in the mood for this. So you know what? I wasn't going to tell this story, um, but I will – I'll just very quickly because this either disgusts people or it's, like, super impressive to some people. I don't know. When I was in college, big country, there was a Texas Roadhouse in my town. Well, that's where I, I worked, okay? I worked at the Texas Roadhouse, and I was one of those guys – that like came in I started as a busboy okay and then um I moved up and I was a food runner for a while and uh and then they they offered me like I wanted to go into serving but like this was this was no like people there was a wait list I guess I don't even know how to put it like you, you couldn't just go in and decide to be a server at Texas Roadhouse Okay, like they had their staff that was there for a really long time. So I couldn't, you know, I tried to be a server. They didn't do that. So they well, offered yeah. me. You have to. Yeah, listen, Texas. So you have to work your way up, right? Yeah. You got to like do the other positions. Yes, that's right. Texas Roadhouse is, is, I mean, listen, you guys might think it's like, you know, just like another steakhouse. But I mean, they, they're very meticulous in how they handle their back of the house operations. So uh, after, you know, you're a food runner for a while, then I had. Not that, but that's very common for a lot of restaurants like that. Very, very common. Because the, the server's got to know all the. They got to know everything. Know everything about the menu. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's very, that's very common in the, in the higher end restaurants. Yeah. Like so that. It's after. Not like, after yeah. I was a food runner, then I became what they called expo, all right? So, like, I was at the main point of the food line, and, you know, I, I would take care of all the sauces or, you know, whatever. Like, like I was the last person that touched your plate before it went out to, to the server, brought, came out to the table. Then after that, okay, they didn't necessarily tell me that I had to, Big. This is where I kind of branched off a little bit because I hated expo, right? But I had to do it. I had to do it, and I hated it, all right? It was so hot. It was gross. Like, I was, you're under the heat lamps, like, all night, all shift long. I hated that job. So they told me, they offered me a job in the bakery, okay? Like, the baker had just left, 
And so they said, hey, listen, you know, you do have to make rounds through the kitchen. Do you want to, to kind of skip Expo? Because I wasn't done with my rotation. Do you want to skip Expo? And do you want to work in the bakery? Let me tell you something, guys. I worked in the bakery of a Texas Roadhouse for almost two years after that. I loved it. All right. Those rolls, big country, I made those. Okay. That sweet butter, son. I made that, all right? And I, man. Now he's got his own bread rolls. I'm telling you, man, that was that was a cool gig. I mean, I've never cooked like that. I've never cooked in a restaurant. But working in the Texas Roadhouse Bakery was probably the most fun restaurant gig I've ever had. When they did ultimately, like when my, when my rotation was over and they said, do you want to go serve? I said, honestly, like, if you give me a little bit of a raise, I'll just stay right here. Well, they did. I, st- <laughs> I stayed in the bakery, man. I love the bakery. The the Guys, have you ever wondered how they get all the chocolate sauce inside, like, a, a lava cake? This guy knows how to do that. I, I was doing that. I was doing that. So, anyway, I know. So many carbs. It was fun. It was a great time. That was not even in my story, but since Big Country is going to Texas uh, Roadhouse, I had to throw in my experience with the beloved – Texas Roadhouse. I love the Texas Roadhouse. Uh, you know, a lot of people say once you work in a restaurant, you'll never go there. Like, you'll never eat there. Uh, I would. Like, the Texas Roadhouse I worked in was absolutely wonderful. And I would absolutely eat there. As a matter of fact, like, you know, I would go there on days off, which is crazy. But I'd go there on days off, and I would still uh, eat at that restaurant. It was a lot of, a lot of fun. Anyway, uh, there you go. And <laughs> as if that wasn't stupid enough, a big country's like, listen, we don't have to talk about Star Trek tonight. Let's just talk about food. Food is great. I'm into talking about food. Uh, before we do though, let's get into our You're stupid news. You're trying to distract news. yourself from, uh, I'm not trying to distract, to distract listen, yourself from your story. To be perfectly <laughs> honest with you, I actually have more. We, we could do a show tonight that would just be kind of hanging out and chilling. Like, I mean, we're at the end of the arc, right, Big? We're at the very end of the arc. We've actually not got a ton of game stuff we could talk about. Like, I today was such a crazy day for me. <laughs> I could do, I could just sit here and tell you guys about my day, and I, I think you would find it entertaining. I don't know. Uh, but let's hop into our stupid news and uh, find out what's going on across the world with Talking Tricks. Stupid news headlines. Let's go. Stupid, stupid news. Stop of the news. Here we go. News. 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 Yeah. It is time for the news. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is good. So, big country. A California man had to be rescued out after uh, he parachuted out of a plane. It got stuck on power lines. Yes, in the state of California. Jumped out of a plane, got tangled up with power lines, and obviously that made it a not super easy rescue, right? Like, everybody, the situation was very electric. (laughs) Sadly, uh, he was closer to California power than Caitlyn Jenner will ever be as well. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's because she's running for governor. Um, listen, folks, you guys might have heard about that. Yeah, it was an electrifying experience. Thank you. Uh, the tiger. There was a tiger seen walking around a neighborhood in Houston, Texas. I don't know if you guys saw this video or not. There was just like a full-on tiger just making his way through the streets, all right? Uh, this tiger has actually been captured and transmitted, uh, transported and transmitted. They transported it. Uh, it was transported to the Cleveland Armor Ranch in the state of Texas. Uh, they did threaten it, though. They said, listen, if you misbehave again, we're going to send you to the real Cleveland. All right? The real one. It's 
not as nice as it is down here in Texas. Uh, guys, did you hear about this? Amazon has acquired MGM Studios, like one of the biggest makers of movies of all time. One of the biggest movie studios ever, Amazon now owns it. And that means that they own the entire James Bond property. As a matter of fact, they purchased MGM while James Bond's newest film, No Time to Die, uh, was being produced. And Amazon assures loyal Bond fans that despite the fact that now they would ideally release it on the Amazon streaming service, Amazon Prime, you will still get to see it in movie theaters later on this year. Uh, which is actually a shame because if you watch it at home, Amazon will prime you all the popcorn, liquor, and uh, candy that you that you need. You can even go make yourself a 007 and 7. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that's not as good. Uh, David Schwimmer is in the news, Stephen Taren. Do you know David Schwimmer? Just out of curiosity. David Schwimmer plays the character of Ross. Yes, he did. Yeah, plays Ross the character of Ross on Friends. He has revealed in a latest interview that he had a major crush on Jennifer Aniston while filming the very first season of Friends. It's seriously, yeah, like nobody actually ever knew this. This is the story of the year. And that yeah. year is 1995. Uh, no, kidding. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, get this, in a twistier turn of events, Jennifer Aniston also said that she shared feelings for Schwimmer. Dude, they never told each other, okay? <laughs> there was a real-life Ross and Rachel thing happening, That's and they never told each other. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston was crushing on, on David Schwimmer. Schwimmer was crushing on Jennifer Aniston. They never told each other. Meanwhile, Matthew Perry was on so many drugs, he had no feelings at all. <laughs> ha! <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's bad. Uh, it's been announced, Stephen Zarin, that Kelly Clarkson will be taking over the afternoon talk show spot uh, for Ellen after her show goes off the air. Kelly was reportedly very excited at the news, but also sad for Ellen because of her many, many years with a successful talk show there in that slot. I think, um, hold on. Yes. Yes, we do, uh, Truck and Chick. We've actually got a snippet of a, of a phone call between Kelly and Ellen when Kelly learned of the news uh, that she was going to be taking over the spot. Here, uh, let me see. Do we have that phone call? Yeah, here it is, right here. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's harsh words there from Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> so bad. That's so bad. I'm so sorry. All right. Um, yeah. All right, everybody. Um, I know, right? Uh, okay, here you go. Time for your Talking Trek DA of the day. Is everybody ready for this one? Your Talking Trek DA of the day. Uh, from the great state of Virginia. All right. Um... A man is out celebrating his son's sixth birthday party, and they had a great day. We went to we went to a trampoline park, and we got big slushies. I, I mean, I don't mean we. Like the story's not about me, obviously. We got we got big flood. Uh, they got sorry. They got big slushies. They got to play virtual reality, like shooting snowballs at penguins, which was awesome. Okay. By the way, this place just got like a VR, like this whole big VR thing. Steven Tarrant was so cool. 
so cool. Well, I mean, the, the news article says it was cool. I don't know personally, all right? But they got to shoot snowballs at penguins, and then they they uh, they left the tr the jump park, and they said, hey, you know what? If we go this way home instead of this other way home, then we can actually stop off at our niece, uh, their niece's softball game because it's all-star season. It's all-star season, and she made the all-stars. So they were having a game today. I'm going to turn this off. They're having, they're having a game today. So they thought, well, we'll just swing over here, and we'll go watch uh, this softball game, okay? So how many of you guys have ever been to to an all-star game, all right? Yes, we're still talking about Talking Trek's DA of the day. How many of you guys have ever been to, like, uh, like a Little League game, okay? And it's like a tournament season, so, like, this is, this is a big thing. Like, there's a big crowd, okay? Like, the, uh, the umpires are actually dressed officially, you know, like their gray pants, the light blue shirts, they've got the gear, they got the counters, okay? Like, it's, it's a big thing. It's the all-star tournament. So, um, my niece... Uh, Aniston is playing <laughs> their niece, the stupid news article. I'm just reading out of the article. It's a quote. Uh, Aniston is playing, and, and these umpires are really, really bad. Now, let me preface this by saying, this person, my friend, has never been to a sporting event where he has lost his mind. Okay, that's never happened. Okay, let me be super clear. That has never happened. He's never gone to any type of game and gone bananas. Like, listen, cheering, yelling, hooting and hollering, that's all fine, okay? Like, that happens. Today, this person absolutely lost their mind, okay? Guys, let me tell you about this play, okay? Let me tell you about this play, and then you're going to understand, maybe, why I went bananas. Oh, Scaly says, were you a Karen? Not me. Again, Scaly, this is the DA of the day, okay? The DA of the day went like 10 stages past Karen, okay? So I, I mean, they, watching the game, <laughs> the, um, my niece's team is in the field. Okay, fine. It was me. I can't keep telling this story. It was me. It was me. All right, my niece's team is in the field. And uh, the other team is up to bat, okay? And there's one out. Two hours later. And that is your Talking Trek DA of the day. It's me. I'm the, I'm the DA of the day. Uh, welcome in. Uh, Mastek says, what's a DA? That's a dumb okay? The DA of the day is the dumb of the day. All right, so anyway, welcome in, everybody. Uh, good evening. Welcome into the show. Focal point, as you proceed through, gives a few hints, don't they? Focal point is giving a few little nuggets that give us something to think about, give us a little something to chew on. As a matter of fact, Scopely themselves have apparently leaked Arc 2, big country. Isn't that not crazy? As a matter of fact, it's, it's almost always Scopely. Scopely's always the one that leaks stuff. All right? Yes, the game, Nathan, makes references to Dr. Crusher's son. Now, here's what would be fun, Stevens Aaron. What if it's not Wesley? <laughs> what if it's not Wesley and it's, and it's another <laughs> oh, son that, that we never funny. knew about? All right. <laughs> what if it was another son we never knew about? That would be good writing. That I would get behind, okay? Like, I would much rather have 
a secret mystery love child of Jean-Luc Picard and Beverly Picard's Crusher. Son. Yes. I want <laughs> yeah. that that secret love child to come into the game and not oh. Wesley Crusher, okay? I that's what I want. All right. I don't want Wesley Crusher. All right. Although there's been a ton of speculation, big country. Yeah, shut up, Wesley. Shut up, we Wesley. We want Wesley because we want to see what they do with him. As a matter of fact, <laughs> that's funny that you say that, trucking chick, because I do, in fact, believe, and, and let me be clear, okay? Let me give you my disclaimer for the day. I have not seen anything about the next arc. We don't have our meeting until later this, uh, well, early this week, okay? So I got nothing. I've seen nothing on arc two. I know absolutely nothing, but of course... It was no secret, no surprise that uh, we assumed we were going to get Picard at some point. And, of course, Picard is in the storyline. Now, whether or not that means we do, in fact, actually get him next month, we have no idea. Okay? Um, I I think I've said this before, though. Kind of makes sense, right? Because there is a major Star Trek holiday next month. So that actually kind of lines up decently. All right? So, uh, and for those of you who don't know, shame on you. (laughs) All right? But there is a major Star Trek holiday coming up next month, and I wouldn't be uh, shocked to, to see something happen around that time. That said, I, I have not finished reading the entire thing, Stevens Aaron, like I know a lot of people have not. Oh, my goodness. Great Wolf says, what holiday? What holiday are you talking I about? I haven't started mine yet. Oh, you haven't started? See, I haven't, I haven't uh, counted it yet either. Uh, I'll tell you about it. Um, oh my goodness, holiday, yes. So what holiday? Oh my goodness, guys, it's Captain Picard Day next month. What is it, June 16th? June 16th is Captain Picard Day. All right. Now, it's funny. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> uh, who is it right here? Uh, Karkin says this. You know what's crazy, Karkin? Uh, ironically, that is not a theory that is that is just your own. Karkin says he's going to replace Chen. All right. Now, what's crazy about this is I don't. How did this rumor get started, Karkin? Because everybody is talking about this. It's in multiple discords. Where did it come from? Okay. Because everybody is talking that Scopely may potentially, in fact, Stevens Aaron may potentially, in fact, actually troll us hard. They may they may troll us hard and make Wesley Crusher one of the most valuable officers in the game. All right? Now, that sounds crazy. That would be kind of cool. That sounds crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right? That sounds bonkers. That sounds nuts. Okay? It also sounds like Scopely. Okay? Uh, and I don't mean disrespect by that. I mean zero disrespect by that. I just mean, like, that sounds like something that they would do. Wesley Crusher comes out. I mean, it's no secret. And listen, a lot of these developers, a lot of these ops guys, uh, they know Star Trek. A lot of them are Trekkies. I know this to be true. Not only keep in mind, all right, that CBS has still got a lot of influence. They got a lot of control over what's going on in here, okay? CBS is not going to disavow any of their officers, okay? They're not going to disavow or demean any of their properties. So if Scopely went to CBS and said, hey, we want to make Wesley Crusher the first legendary character in the game, (laughs) CBS is going to be like, okay, cool. Run with it. (coughs) Okay, go with it, Scopely. See what happens. All right, and let me just ask. 
let me ask you. If Wesley Crusher comes out, regardless of rarity, legendary, epic, rare, common, who knows? Who cares? Okay. Who's not going to chase this card? Tell me who's not going to chase this card if it's made available. Okay. I mean, if somebody, if this card is available free to play, is anybody going to pass it up? If there's a grinder's path to this card, anybody go pass it? No. Nobody's going to pass up this card. I Listen, I have no idea what his abilities are going to be. I can't imagine that he's going to be the best officer in the game. But I will tell you this, okay? And, and I'm, I'm, I'm teasing a little bit when I say, you know, he could be the best officer in the game. I clearly don't think Scopely is actually going to do that. Uh, but if they did, I would roll. I would die laughing, okay? Um, but nonetheless, you know, even up till this point, we have speculated as to whether or not Wesley Crusher was even going to be a part of this arc. Right, big country? Like, we didn't know. He was, I mean, obviously he was a character of TNG, but was he ever, like, a major character? Was he ever, like, that one that you just wanted to see week after week after week? All right, we didn't care about his character development. (laughs) When he got to go off with the Traveler, he was gone. Okay? He was out. Shut up, Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. All right. Uh, El Chipo says, I don't know. I actually kind of disagree, maybe. He humanized Picard. That may be true. I don't know. I don't know. I like Captain Planet's uh, captain's maneuver. Warps you to the wrong system. 50% chance you end up in the wrong system. Trucking chick. Uh, <laughs> 50% chance you end up in the wrong you system. <laughs> you of the system you want we got that we've already got that one anyway i uh so watching the the mission focal point all right gives a couple of hints all right did anybody else pick up anything else out of focal point there was one more good one that i thought was kind of that i thought was kind of telling yeah guys there's mention of the cardassians now also uh, if you, uh, of course, there is the reference to Picard, okay? You've got Cardassians in the storyline. Also, let's do this. Let's click on your pretty little kitty cat avatar in the upper left-hand corner of your screen because I do know, in fact, everybody is using my new custom avatar. Uh, so click on the kitty cat uh, up in the top left-hand corner and click on that edit button, and we're going to come in here to the actual uh, avatar. Uh, no, it's not in the avatar. It's in the frames, right? I believe it's in frames. Uh, actually, no, there is a Cardassian avatar. Go all the way to the very, very bottom, very last row, very last one on the right, and you will, in fact, see the Cardassian insignia earned from special events. The crazy thing is there has not yet been the event to give this avatar away. Now, could we see next arc? Could we see between the arcs? We don't know. All right? We do not know. However, what we do know is that there is a Cardassian avatar in the avatar section. Also, similarly, if you go on over to the frame section, at the very, very bottom, you've got Cardassian ridges is a frame that you've got down there. Uh, so there is clearly Cardassian content coming into the game somehow, all right? Even if it's just narratively, 
with storyline, there are avatars built around the Cardassians that are going to be introduced into this game. So that clearly tells me that at least a part of the storyline next month, all right, a part of the storyline is potentially going to be around a, a narrative story plot that is going to involve Cardassians. Now, somebody says, well, how can they do that? Well, listen, they can do it pretty much however they want, because remember, this is not necessarily canon. We are in the video game universe, okay? So we are technically, technically, we are still in the Kelvin timeline, okay? We are still potentially here in the Kelvin timeline. These guys uh, so far, the Discovery crew, the TOS crew, all right, they have come to our galaxy, okay? Even in the storyline here, this month, TNG is, uh, the TNG crew, the Enterprise D, is here unexplicably, okay? So they, uh, and Blue says, well, we're not even the Kelvin timeline anymore. We're more of a Kelvin timeline. You're absolutely right, because we are no longer canon. What is happening in our game has not happened in the real Star Trek universe, okay? This, you're right, Blue. That's actually a perfect way to put it. It's not the Kelvin timeline. This is a Kelvin timeline, all right? We are based in a Kelvin timeline, and the actions that are happening within our game are not on-screen canon. They are not part of Star Trek lore. This is a story that Scopely and CBS are building for us. All right? It's not part of any movie series or any TV series or any book series. All right? This is new territory. So we are our own Kelvin timeline somehow, our own Kelvin universe, so to speak. And that means they can do whatever they want. And that means that's how TNG is here. That's how Disco got here. That's how TOS came in. All right. So uh, that's why, Arian, I say they can do anything they want with this story. Which is why it doesn't. Did the. I haven't seen. Did the mission actually specifically say Wesley Crusher? It said Dr. Crusher's son. That's why, Arian, I'm still kind of voting for the Picard Crusher love child. <laughs> okay. That's what I want to see. Uh, oh, did it actually say Wesley? Okay. I haven't seen that. I've seen Dr. Crusher's son, all right? But, uh, yeah, I, that's what I want to see, all right? Hey, maybe he's got a twinsie, all right? Like, maybe, maybe Wesley has a half-brother, okay? Because we know Jack Crusher, all right, who passed away in the prime timeline. That was Wesley's father. Maybe, maybe John Luke fathered another baby, and now we got Wesley Crusher and a half-brother. Shut up, Wesley's. <laughs> they can both be Wesley's. Shut up, Wesley's. Uh, big Country says, I'm reaching. All right. Fat Man says, hey, perhaps we see the Traveler storyline build in here somehow. Fat Man, that's certainly possible. Me personally, I don't see that happening because if, if the storyline indicated that, that uh, Dr. Crusher's son was serving on the Enterprise D, which means he hasn't left yet to be with the Traveler. So um, who knows? Who really knows that? My, my guess is that the time that we encounter this Enterprise D would be before the Traveler. So um, that would be, uh, that would be 
my guess, all right? But this does introduce some amazing thoughts, okay? It introduces some interesting theories, and this is what I wanted to spend a few minutes on tonight, Big Country. What comes next for TNG, all right? Now, not going to lie, I have not finished going through the storyline. As a matter of fact, folks, I know that a lot of you did not get through the storyline. Some of you did, all right, because, and, and I know that I've always encouraged people to read the storyline. Uh, however, Gregor had a great idea, Big Country. Gregor said that we should do a YouTube video that was like uh, like a book on tape <laughs> to, to shorten or condense all of the storyline into like five or ten minutes so that people who click through the missions know what's going on in the storyline. So that's why I haven't done it yet, because I, I didn't get to focal point until today, so I'm going to do them all at once. I haven't done any of the missions yet. Somebody was making fun of me the other day because I showed the Next Generation event where I've got zero points. <laughs> all right? It, I've got zero points because I haven't done any of the missions yet. So, uh, and Captain Planet says it's really wordy. Those at war are probably not reading it. That's what Gregor said. That's, uh, so that's why I'm going to, look, Boaz said the same thing. Had to click through the story. Well, don't you worry, guys. All right. Uh, I, I'm not going to, no, Chick, I'm not going to read the whole thing. That'll take an hour. I'm just going to do like, like exactly like Nathan says, a TLDR version of the missions. Five to ten minutes. Uh, I'm going to go through. I'm going to summarize the story, get you from point A to point B, and that will be the storyline of, of the incomplete arc. I'm going to give you what we know so far and any notable uh, points of reference, okay? So we're going to try to do that here in the next uh, day or two. Bubba says we need DJ voices. If, if there's something interesting, maybe I will. Maybe, okay? I doubt it. <laughs> Mastic says use drunk DJ voice for it. Maybe. I could be tempted to do that one. I, I know that the arc is not over yet, <clears throat> but I was actually prompted by an overlord yesterday to give my final grade. And, uh, and I thought, well, you know, it's a little bit early, right? It's a little bit early for a final grade, big country. I mean, because we don't, we don't normally do it until the... Until the... Go ahead. Can we say that for Wednesday? We, we could. We could save it for Wednesday because, you know, honestly, I, 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 I'm kind of with Jesse. I was going to be relatively favorable this month. Um, big, let me just ask you, no final grade needed. No final grade needed, but... But uh, even I, I've even heard you, like in our conversations, uh, you said this on the last show, you indicated that you were um, pleased. You were happy with the rewards of this arc and the, and the events that presented and the opportunities you had. Um, tell me a little bit about that. No, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I would say, you know, like I said, this is uh... – with the amount of rewards that are given out, I definitely feel that, uh, you know, it's been, it's, it's been really good. That, that part's been good, you know, and, uh, but I do think that there's some other stuff that we could dive into. Um, you know, and that's why I was like, man, I, you know, I just wanted to, but I did want to have some time to like kind of put some notes down, uh, so we can discuss about it. Okay, very good. So we'll plan that for Wednesday, folks. We'll be, uh, be giving our... And that is a little bit more in line with what we normally do. We usually wait till the arc's actually over before we give our final grade. Um, and uh, But, it, you know, it's interesting. So I'll tell you what. Here's what we'll do. We'll take a break, and then I'm going to come back. And, Big, here's what we'll do, okay? We'll take uh, some thesis from the community. We want you guys to tell us what you liked and didn't like about the arc. 
and then that'll give us an opportunity to do a little bit more digging, take some notes, and do do some preparation for our final grades uh, of the arc. And then we can talk about those a little bit later in the week because you guys are definitely offering uh, some opinions. So I'll tell you what, that is what we will do. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll give you, community, the floor for about 30 minutes and an opportunity uh, for us to kind of button up a nice little segment that we'll probably send back up as an actual audio file to the overlords uh, so that they can hear your voices. Okay, they can hear your names, your voices, and your opinions right here on the stage of Talking Trek Live. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and I am your host, Ultimate DJs. We'll be back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Old El Paso Picante, the yellowish picante sauce that's, well, don't even ask. From the makers of Dirty Harry comes the spinoff that's making a royal mess at the box office. Introducing... Dopey Harry. I feel really let down. A former prince and his wife want you to believe that life is hard living in a $50 million mansion. I never thought that this would be easy, but I thought it would be fair. And they're so desperate for privacy, they keep going on TV and radio to talk about it. Of course there's a lot of stuff that hurts. But one man isn't buying the spoiled brat shenanigans. You gonna play this creeps game? Well, I'm all broken up. Will they be able to survive a life of private jets, personal chefs, and six Handed massages. It's not enough to just survive something. Or will all this pampering get the best of them? It was destroying my mental health. Don't be hairy. Now playing in theaters everywhere and coming soon to an Oprah interview near you. Called him Sandy Kane. Few folks even knew his name. But a hero, yes, was he. Left boy, come back, man. Still many just don't understand about the reasons we are. Can't forget the look in his eyes Or the tears he cried As he said these words to me All gave some Some gave all Some stood through for the red, white, and blue had to fall And if you ever think of me Think of all your liberties and recall Welcome back everybody My name is Ultimate DJs taking one moment out and inviting you to do the same here in the United States tomorrow, or maybe even by the time you listen to this on podcast, it will be Memorial Day, and uh, that is a, a day in which we recall and, uh, and give thanks and, and honor those who have fallen in service to this great nation. All nations have armed forces. All countries have militaries. And regardless of whether or not it is tomorrow or the next week or the next month, uh, wherever you call home, there is a man 
or a woman somewhere who have died to protect it. Here at Talking Trek, we take a moment to thank those who have been there and come home, those who have not come home, those who are actively serving today. We say thank you for your service. For those who did not make it home, this is a United States holiday, and you have your own internationally. But in the United States, it is tomorrow and this weekend, Memorial Day weekend, in which we take a moment to thank those who did not get to come home. Because, indeed, some gave all. And those families have given a great sacrifice. Those mothers, those wives, those children are broken and deserve the respect and the honor and the memory to be given to their fallen loved ones. So for this moment, we here at Talking Trek say to those who have not come home, we say thank you for protecting this great nation. As we come back in to our game, I welcome you guys back in, guys. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm the host of Talking Trek Live, and and arguably big country, we come in uh, and talk about a game, uh, a property, a th- a thing uh, called Star Trek that was kind of, you know, crazy enough, was kind of always imagined to be kind of like the the utopian society. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was kind of uh, imagined to be, it was pretended to be um, kind of a time where war was a last resort, where, where currency wasn't exchanged, where there was no uh, famine and there was no starvation. Yet... We did see it throughout the movies. Uh, We saw in these uh, various properties that there were always still uh, those who didn't come home. We joke about it. Even in Star Trek, uh, even here on the Enterprise, we joke about red shirts. All right? Well, those, for all intents and purposes, I mean, Starfleet was, I guess, in some sense sense or form, was a a military organization. And, uh, And those red shirts were soldiers. So not to get all serious on something that we kind of tease about from time to time, but uh, it, is, uh, it is something that even 400 or 500 years into the future, people will still be remembering those who did not get to come home. So I encourage you guys to take a moment this week. And, uh, and I, listen, I'll hope, I will hope that you have never known that type of pain. And if you haven't, then, then give some of that love and give some of that that uh fullness i guess give give that to somebody around you because somebody else has been touched by it. you know in our neighborhood big there's uh there's a big thing uh at a local church tomorrow they've been doing this for many years which is very cool um they do this this huge spaghetti dinner and there's no charge if you were uh if you're military or um family of of military then you you get to come to this church and you get to eat um, I used to go down there and help cook a lot, uh, but I, I don't get to do that as much anymore just, you know, with work and things like that. But, um, it was a, it was a cool thing. Cause like the whole town kind of came together and just, you know, brought their best food, man. It was kind of, it was always a good time. Um, so yeah, that's right. Karkin. Don't forget the red shirts too. Uh, there, there you go. So big, uh, welcome back into the show. Jesse, appreciate you being here as well. We're talking about, uh, looking back here a little bit over the first 
of uh, of what appears to be at least several arcs for the next generation. We gave Scopely a warning, didn't we, Big Country? We said before the arc even began, uh, even once they told us that it was going to be next generation, we issued a stern warning. We said, oh boy. We said, it's got to be good. It's got to be good, Scopely. It's got to be good. No, no major deployment errors, no major you know, weird things happening. Don't try to over-monetize it. It's got to be good. It is a legendary property, and it must be worthy of the banner of the next generation. That's right, Nathan says, don't mess this up. Uh, Jesse, let me come to you first, because Big is going to be cautious in what he has to say. Uh, Jesse, do you feel like Scopely messed this up? Uh, You know what? What kind of shocked me was when I actually read the schedule and I saw it said auction events on it for for the first time. I was like, you know what? I respect that. <laughs> At least they told you it was coming, right? Yeah. Uh, and um, <clears throat> as far as mess, I really, I mean, there's like some warp issues. I mean, there's like a couple bugs, but nothing to really get worked up about. Okay. Um, uh, I will say I'll, I'll praise them on whoever wrote the announcement for this month because that was it was thorough and it was a really nice format. Oh, the patch notes. Uh, the uh, you know, the billboard in your station where you got your announcements. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one that was describing the the events for the whole arc. Mm-hmm. And whatnot. I mean, it was great. I loved it. Ah. I was like, all right, you know this. There you, you know, go. It's informative. It gives us, you know, it gives us a heads up, and uh, you know, it was a smooth arc. Okay, cool. There you go, Overlord. There's uh, there's a good one. A very uh, positive response to the uh, depth and detail of the in-game news center uh, calendar for the month. So that was good. Bubba says, "Are you sure, DJ? You sure that this was them not?" over monetizing it <laughs> you know listen let's let's break it down okay the the part of monetization we've seen worse okay i know that people don't necessarily agree but i do feel like we've absolutely seen worse we've seen events for example that literally can wipe out hours of grinding with the purchase of a 100 hundred dollar pack We've seen holiday events, right? Like uh, big, I take you back to like the Valentine's Day event, which was great, all right? It was great, but there was a spender's element to it. Do you remember? Like you could buy all those extra tickets and buy all those extra pulls, uh, what you had in your event store, okay? That was, you know, clear monetization. Um, so I, I'm not obviously saying that they didn't monetize. I did not feel like it was excessive. And, and I think to me, Bubba, that might have been because we had only three auctions, okay? Only two of them were G3, G4 spend. And and further, there was no events this month that somebody could buy a pack and win, all right? And, and to me, that is a subtle mechanic that, that is praiseworthy. Nobody was able to buy an event this month. And, and I complain about that a lot. All right, so I actually, Captain Planet says research. Um, yeah, but that was a milestone, okay? It was a milestone, and it was clearly indicated that it was an elite. It was meant for the spenders, 
Okay. Um, and so Maztec says, DJ, come on. You had to literally buy events this month. Again, that was not for everybody, though. You know, really, that was not for everybody. All right. So um, I get the rare tickets. To be perfectly honest with you, I, I did like the, the rare tickets. Okay. I mean, you, you guys here to tell me that you didn't like the premium that the rares offered to you if you got a chance to play. You didn't uh, listen. I said at the beginning of the month that I wasn't going to convert tickets. All right. And then we got the primes. Then the last week we figured this all out with the prime event and the tickets. And I said, guys, you know, you're going to get 10 more, which they did. All right. They gave you 10 more. And then I said, listen, if you want to do it twice again, you're going to need to convert 40 tickets. So that's uh, that's what I did. What is happening? What the heck? <laughs> oh, people. I think, you know what? I, I think that this is a result, truck and chick, of this new stage feature that Discord has provided. I think that we're going to have to dial that back. See, our stage is public. I think we're going to have to turn that off. We'll have to go back to a private stage. Because, um, see, what what this means is that, like, anybody, without even being in our Discord, can can join in. That might be a problem. <laughs> might be an issue. Um, so, uh, anyway, Sitting Bull says, rare tickets were a bust. Oh, now he's calling me names. You know, um, I don't think they were a bust. Okay? I really don't. Um, Svannon says the prime event was the over-monetization. Wow. I'm, I'm shocked to – I'm kind of shocked to hear this. The prime event – uh, was provided for free up to four times out of the five that they ran. All right, they gave you one free week one. Then in week two, if you were perfect on your battle pass, then you got twenty. Uh, you got twenty extra on the day that it ran. So there was three. All right, and then uh, this week you had number four and five, but they gave you ten tickets. All right, so there was only one of them that you wouldn't have been able to do if you didn't have uncommon tickets. And even there, you could have converted the free ones. So, eh, I don't know. I, I don't know that that, uh, that I go there. Wham agrees, though. He says rare tickets were crap. Um, you know, I, listen, I don't say, I don't say that I, I – and, and for the record, I did not buy them, okay? I, I recognize them as player's choice. And I think that's what you guys need to – I think that's what you guys need to kind of keep in mind is that instead of making the events completely monetized, they actually gave the monetization in a separate event specific to the spenders that you didn't have to that you didn't have to participate in. The fact that you guys saw events and had FOMO because it was a spenders event, I mean that's at least it was a completely separate and independent event. All right. Uh, and Bernard says that the elite battle pass is not free. And yes, Thank you. Housekeeping would would give me ten lashings with a wet noodle if I because he's been asking me to to clarify my statement on that. So you're right. All right, you're right, Bernard. Uh, if you did not have the elite battle pass, if you did not have the bottom row of the battle pass, then you didn't get the uh, the twenty extra tickets. All right. But again, I I kind of even argue that that is probably ultimately why the battle pass remains to this day the absolute. Best investment into the game, absolutely, period, ever of all time. All right? I, I don't think that that should ever be something that a player skips out on if they have the opportunity to do it. All right? Um, 
I I know that that a lot of people are are feeling controversial about the rare tickets. I uh, I praise the way that they ended up being. Okay, big when they first launched, it was a little bit it was a little bit concerning. All right, Bulls coming to the stage. I'd like to invite Bull. Come on up, Bull. Um, sitting Bulls coming to the stage to argue with me about rare tickets. Um, big the rare tickets were introduced originally um, in a way that that did leave a little bit of concern all right we had a little bit of concern about them but once they they kind of established themselves once we got through that first week uh it kind of became clear what they were what they were paying and what they uh they were intended to be and i think at that point if the community you know adopted that or accepted that then you know you could either buy in or not you know again i didn't buy any rare ticket events i didn't buy any of those packs but I did uh, use the opportunities that I had to play them, all right? So e- same thing with the Uncommons. I mean, we were, we were singing the praises of Uncommons, but it's the same way. You get one. If you want more, you got to pay. And, and the difference that they did with the rare events is they just broke up the, the free ones from the pay ones, and that was probably a mechanical thing. To be honest with you, that's probably somewhat tech-related, all right? Um, because if you, if you ran a free one along with a paid one, then it essentially would be there twice. I, and I guess you probably could have done that big, right? I mean, could you have done the free one and then done the paid one on the same day? Because the same effort would have been required. You could have accomplished two missions or or two events at the same time for doing the same thing. I guess that could be potentially a piece of feedback, right? is that you you do them at the same time, run them at the same time. That way people can see, you know, here's the free path and here's the paid path. And then the rewards are just different, right? Yeah. I so guess. Actually, I guess. before. Go ahead. Um, I, I'm curious. I know, you know, I don't want to, you know, let, you know, want to hear from Bull too. So I, I'm just curious before, because I do want to make one comment, but I just want to ask real quick. Bull, are you sitting, Bull, are you a free-to-play Sitting Bull hasn't made it to the stage yet, buddy. We uh, click on the green bar, okay? You've got the. We sent you the invite. You can come on up. Uh, you've got a, an invite there. Just click on the green bar, and it'll bring you to the stage. Um, let me read through some of these comments here uh, very quickly. Epic Neo says it should have been uncommon tickets on all those days, and rares added on top uh, for the days that they wanted to run the rares. They reduced the overall payouts this time, um, so they didn't reduce the payout of the events, uh, Neo, they did run fewer days, okay? The uncommons ran fewer days. So it didn't do anything to your value per ticket. For example, if you, uh, I think, what did we end up with? Uh, Seven days of uncommons? So let's pretend for a second that you had done all three uncommons on all seven of those days. Then you would have gotten, you would have used 21, Okay, so yes, I agree with you that the number of uncommon events were lower. Okay, they were lower, and therefore you say that the payout of the entire arc was lower, and and that's where I have to quantifiably disagree because then you had free runs of Hunt the Factions, and you had free runs of uh, the Prime event, all right? And when I say free arguably, even without a battle pass, there was still two completely free runs, 
and and more if people saved and converted their uncommons. All right, but the the actual week one was completely free, no cost entry at all, and then even without the battle pass here on week three today, as a matter of fact, you would have gotten. Uh, you would have been able to use the 10 that you got earlier this week from Mystery in Space. So those two arguably paid out ridiculously well. For my level, it would have been 92 million dill and 80, uh, sorry, 92 rare gas and 204 uncommon gas for free. Okay, for free. So, and, and that was with no cost entry whatsoever. That being said... Um, Wham says that the normal rare ticketed events is where he saw a lack of value. And, and again, I don't know that, that many people wildly disagreed with you, Wham. Um, resources and material wise, mathematically, it made sense to spenders, but not converters. Okay. And we identified that very early, very early. If you were converting then it wasn't worth it. If you were spending, if you bought the rare tickets, and I'm wham, I know you were a spender, but if you bought them and then you quantified them mathematically uh, compared to your ship and station and research packs, the research and materials that you got were indeed better. Okay? By, for example, you, you got 13 of those events for $100. So if you take one of those events, multiply it by 13, and then compare that against your core pack, that's what they did. And it ended up being higher, okay? It ended up being substantially higher uh, at about 100. What did we say the math was, Big? 140 or was it 150? I think it was 140. Is that what it was? It 140. Yeah. 140%, okay? So uh, it was 140%. Um, now, we've got Sitting Bull in on the stage. Welcome to the stage, Sitting Bull. How you doing, man? All right. Talk. I, he just left. Where'd he go? <laughs> what happened to you, Sitting Bull? You were just here. I was just coming to you, and he left. Um, DJ, FMA. Yo, Cheapo, what do you got, buddy? Um, I think a lot of guys are, like, stuck with uh, rare ticketed events, uncommon ticketed events. I'd like to take a moment to speak up about the actual, uh, the actual volume of how much resources was given away this art. All right. Um, okay, I, I, it, I, I might be a little uh, biased on the side, on the, in the sense that I just crossed over from 39 to 41. However, oh, congratulations. I, have never, I have never been able to stitch together 12 billion par and almost what? I'm, I think I just hit 800 million deal today during this arc. Yeah. It, this is unheard of for me. I've never had this much resources. And, sir, I do not have elite. I have not paid a single dollar this month. And I have all these resources from this art. So, might be something to look at that the volume is different. The re, uh, I mean, the mechanics, have, they're, they're making a lot of adjustments with the mechanics. But maybe somebody needs to look at the volume of how much resources they gave away this, this art. Yeah. That's it. I agree. Thank you for your comments. Maztec says, <clears throat> during the standard rare ticketed events, was actually 15% less resource payout for $100 than buying a pack at the same price. See, Maztec, then, then that's something we should have looked at like week one because that is just, that's not the math. That wasn't correct. 
Okay, so I don't. We either need to look at how you're doing your guys' math, or, uh, or maybe Scopely messed up. You said you just went through, uh, you just went through an inflation because you said Scopely increased your packs, um, by six percent. So if that's the case, then maybe something got got missed because it was not fifteen percent less nowhere near it okay like i i did the math for mine looking straight at it it was on the button 140 percent uh and so um that being said you know it doesn't have a lot of the extra fluff and then of course the refresh tokens ended up causing some controversy so uh nonetheless let's take the normal rares out of it maybe fewer people did find value in those all right but then you also had the uh, faction, and then you had the Prime event, all right? And again, I reiterate, I did not actually buy those tickets. I was satisfied just grinding out what I was able to do, and even though, Maztec, I saw the value at 140% in the normal rare ticketed events, I still didn't do them because I wasn't interested in paying all that because big, if I'm not mistaken, so we had seven days of uncommon, but we ended up with what eleven days of rare. So there was definitely. Did I just make it to stage? Yeah, uh, yeah. Bull, hang on, hang on, just one second. Yes, I'll come back to you in a second. There was eleven days of rares, and and if there were three events a day, that would have been thirty-three. Um, if you did all of them, and maybe this was this was why I decided I didn't want to start in on it, because to do all the rare ticketed events you would have actually had to buy i think two packs of t two packs of tickets maybe even a third possibly so that was why i didn't want to start down that road because i didn't want to feel like i had to keep going i was not going to spend 300 on tickets you know what i'm saying like absolutely not sitting bull welcome to the stage what do you got buddy hey yeah i'm on my mobile because my uh master i'm master of ceremonies needing a flag for memorial day around noon so i have to deal with that uh, but my biggest thing with this whole arc has been the rare ticket issue presentation and kudos to housekeeping for pointing out that the, uh, the really good event that we had with the, uh, scavenger hunt type event for that presented the rare ticket, they had to move it in the schedule. Mm -hmm. And I think that really killed a lot of the arc for me is when they move that to much later on when it should have just shown up on the same day where we get that where we get the chance to spend that reward at the same time but the pass unlocks that was an issue ha whatever they had to move that event for they should have copped the rare ticket then did you i think that did was you a not, problem did you not get to use the rare ticket today though i did get to use the rare ticket today but I think that putting that where it was versus where it came out for whatever reason, I think that was a big issue with where it may just made these rare tickets feel raw. Okay. Yeah, I think that probably that timing would have actually matched up with last week's um, Prime Directive event. So I think that probably would have made things feel, feel a little bit better with people getting those free rare directives. If they would have dropped that event so that it paid on the same day that the battle pass was giving you the two, 
for the threes yeah. so that you could sweep them. I think that was the intention that they were going for, and for whatever reason, they had to move the scavenger hunt event. Oh, I might I might have misunderstood you. Are you saying that yeah. that you wanted Mystery in Space to drop that free one there so that everybody had was able to run their free one that day? So what instead what you're saying is you did not have elite, so you didn't get those, and so while the entire galaxy is singing the praises of Prime. You were sitting on the yeah. sidelines. Bingo. You got it. Okay, yeah, that makes it. sense. I get that. And and honestly, I think kind of dag on. I think Scopely had probably planned that. I don't know what actually ended up happening uh, as a result of that, but I do definitely see that. So so it was just um, you know I don't I don't mean to demean the feeling, but it was it was kind of a FOMO. You were forced uh, to sit on the sideline while the entire galaxy was clamoring around you know these prime events. Um, and, and you just kind of had, you know, you, you felt like you had a bad taste in your mouth. It was a raw deal. You couldn't do it. You were forced to wait an entire another week, uh, because, you know, you didn't buy in essentially. Right. Would you have felt, right. would you have That's felt what always gives you that, that really bad taste in the mouth there? The, re the rewards. Okay. I really don't like it when they run the, the run them run them the events the same name versus and they just increase the payout when you when you're spending a rare ticket i don't like that if you're going to do that just call them two different events well i think uh, i think that was actually uh, i mean it's just I, plain to, and simple to be perfectly honest with you sitting bull i think that was the exact intent they wanted to show that that the free-to-plays were getting a run if you had made them different names and, and I know this is going to sound petty for a second, but if you had made them different names, somebody would have been like, oh, well, I didn't get a chance at that event. That was a pay-only event, even though it was the same event. I actually, I think it was, it was somewhat smart to, to name them the same because, you know, one was free and one was rare. And, and we've seen that rare, heroic, bonus. Uh, what's another word we've seen? Premium. Uh, let's see, heroic. I already said heroic. There's a, there's a couple of words that they use that pretty much absolutely, you know, spell out elite. Thank you, elite. All right. And, and I agree. Neo's actually right. They should have called it, you know, uh, instead of rare, they should have used one of their terminologies that, that they've always used. There might have even been some confusion around the word rare just because rare, you know, does imply, you know, maybe extra, but it also has never been paywall, that word. You know, we get rare Armada directives. We've got, you know, rare officers, you know, yada, yada, yada. So maybe rare wasn't the right word. Elite probably should have been better. Every time the word elite has been used, uh, maybe the word heroic or the word bonus, those typically heroic, indicate. no, but elite I would get. If you're using elite tickets instead of rare, that's there. Because when you get rare, remember, we don't have common tickets. So they right. left that door like, what the heck's going on? You're starting at Uncommon. And, and that, that, that gets into how they present events if they want to put in a cho choice system with those two side events that everybody knows, are well, everybody should know that are on an 11-day cycle. I don't know if you guys can get it up in the graphics room with the schedule. Yeah, where, I think there's a, there's a link up there. So Yeah, but there's a link where... Those two side events that we see all the time, one of them is usually a leaderboard or a whatever, they're actually on an 11-day cycle. 
and they're very predictable as to where they get it. There's an app from Elcars that I got that shoots those to my phone so that I can see two days ahead of time what are 99% of the time is drop, dropping so that I can spend my officer XP. Mm -hmm. I plan around that. I also do the officer recruit event heroic there. I farm those for crystal. <laughs> yeah religiously i like maztec's uh, idea uh let's <laughs> let, let's just call them dollar sign events and free events no i i'm kidding you know and and the i, I guess probably obviously they're never going to be named quite that insensitively but but yeah you know maybe we could maybe we could reevaluate the word of the the use of the word rare you know it's funny because scopely's been told before to reevaluate the use of the word epic you guys remember that all right, their epic was way different than our epic, and, and they had to really kind of step back on that. So uh, I think that that is actually uh, good, solid feedback. Sitting Bull, I like that, uh, and, uh, and we can look at that. Now, I want to um, – yeah, Bernard, I agree. We should just call him elite, okay? Uh, that, that is probably the best word that, that could be used. Elite is probably what needs to – is what needs to happen. Now, I want to go back to a comment – uh, that Jersey James and uh, McSurgeon have thrown out there and said, hey, guys, I think we're missing the point. The tickets were not nearly as bad as the officers. Now, um, I don't know. I think it's too early. Oh, what is happening? This is just bad. I'm getting it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, God. Uh, anyway, hey, anybody want to go over to Tasty's? <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. issuing any opinion on the officers until I see the whole set. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do something different with our Discord. Somehow our Discord is just like destroyed. Uh, anyway, listen, uh, let's go to talk about these officers very quickly, okay? Uh, we talked very briefly during the last episode about the officers, and actually, I think what I'm reading here is, um, uh, for example, Jordy is not epic, okay? Um, I don't know. First of all, I haven't had a chance to get him yet. I think that based on the statistics that I see in Elkars, you know, okay, fine. His captain's maneuver, I think, is pretty solid. Okay, I mean, that 100%. I mean, that's that's better than, you know, that's almost twice as good as 5 of 10. You see what I'm saying? 5 of 10's officer ability is now Jordy's captain's, uh, captain's maneuver. So I, I kind of have to feel like 100% of that is decent. Okay, um, probably epic. Okay, um, data, data, we just don't know about yet. I mean, not enough people have him, and, and the ones that do, he's only tier one, and at tier one, he's not good. You know, we look. As a matter of fact, uh, we had uh, we talked about German Gregor. Uh, we talked about Hugo in our last episode, and I really wanted to get his insight on data. He he did. Uh, kind of correct me this week because I had claimed or, or had suggested that data could eventually possibly be as good as six of ten. Not not like as good as, but could be like that kind of officer, like a tier four, tier five, be great. Uh, he actually came and corrected me and was like, mathematically, he can never be as good as six of ten. All right, mathematically, um, he actually. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll be fair with you. He did not like data. He did not like that card. All right, he did in fact say data was not great. All right, so I can get behind you guys on data. All right, um, just like we had TOS Spock, 
who was not a le- you know not an epic card just like we had you know check off or some of these others you know there there may sometimes be officer cards that are maybe just there for synergy you know or or that were just not designed to be as good all right uh hugo suggests that data is one of those good for stats all right he's gary mitchell but he's not he's not good enough okay he's not good enough um blue mandalorian does point out though that data is all of pve and not just armadas like six of ten which is a redeeming factor for data but just you know again hugo saying mathematically he's never going to stack up to be something that is just jaw-dropping so that's disappointing to me uh because i would have loved i mean hell you guys know i love data i would have really liked to have seen him be you know a great card and and he's not going to be then the third officer we got was Beverly Crusher, who is actually epic. Okay? Like, Beverly Crusher's epic. All right? She may not have the stats, but her abilities are epic. So, two out of three, I say, ain't bad. All right? Um, and, I mean, we've, we've heard that saying before. Two out of three ain't bad. You got two good officers here. And, and a third one is going to have decent stats. So, you know, how how useful could he end up being with away teams or something like that? Now, let me say, I do agree with some people about uh, potentially looking at the sourcing of officers. And, yeah, I agree, Jersey. Jersey's like, listen, I'm not even talking about the officers themselves. I'm talking about, like, we can't get the daggone things. All right? Okay. I can agree with that a gazillion percent. This month, Beverly Crusher was 100% pay. Couldn't get her unless you bought. All right? Uh, and, and how am I describing that? There's two ways that you could have gotten her. Okay? Well, no, really. There's only... Well, no, there is two. Two ways you could have bought her. A, you could have actually just bought her full unlock, which I think the $99... Big Country was enough for two tiers, right? So if you spent $100, you got her to tier two. If you spent $50, you could get her for tier, you could get tier one. If you spent $150, it was still only tier two, right, Big Country? Uh, So you could get the extra, you know, shards, but it was still not enough for for tier three. So you were $100 basically getting yourself to tier two or $50 getting yourself to tier one. Now, we had the conversation in this Discord earlier today. How did how did I and Snake Eyes get her unlocked? Because I did not buy a Crusher pack. All right? And, and I was kind of confused myself. I thought maybe I did buy a pack. No. We ended up figuring out it came from the it came from the one hundred dollar battle pass pack. There were shards in there. And then of course in the in the elite uh, bottom track of the battle pass, there were Beverly Crusher shards there. So if you bought the $20 battle pass, it, it was the same thing. And this, this is the kind of thing that I don't like, Big. This is the kind of thing that that does aggravate me a little bit. The elite battle pass, okay, the elite battle pass gave you enough Beverly Crusher shards to be just shy of unlocking her, all right? If you did the $20 pack, the $20 pack, you ended up eight shards short. All right. Now, the $100 Battle Pass pack gave you 16 shards, which was weird. All right. We thought about that on day one. Why why 16? That's weird. 16 shards. 
to unlock this officer, and therefore you had enough. You actually had a surplus of eight. All right, but only if you bought the hundred dollar battle pass. Now, the the weird thing is for me is even though that information was in front of our face, I actually am really aggravated about that. Okay, I'm really aggravated about that because nobody. I don't feel big that everyone mapped out their battle pass on day one. I don't think that that's a reasonable expectation, to be honest with you. The battle pass, the battle pass is big. You know, it's deep. It's comprehensive. It's multifaceted. So, looking, yeah, you don't have all the information on that day. You, you know, like you don't, you don't have it. Like you don't know how many shards are going to be offered for this officer two weeks you don't know no but so but in right. fairness we could have we could see the battle pass like we could see if you added up the battle pass we could have seen that 28 shards were going to be made available right uh yeah we we could have counted that up we could have seen 28 now what i'm saying is i don't feel like i should have had to pour over 40 milestones worth of data to know that $20 wasn't going to get it done. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he, I think eight shards shy is actually, I mean, if I, to be honest with you, I give this arc a really good grade. Okay. I give this arc a pretty daggone good grade. This is actually the single one piece that really tanked it for me. Like this was the one thing I was the least happy with because yeah, 28 shards in the battle pass. And even if somebody counted that up, even if somebody counted it up and said, hey, I'm getting 28. Gosh, I only need 36 for an unlock. All right. So I can do $20 elite or I can do $100 elite. All right. I think most people probably would have done the $20 path, most likely. And they would have assumed that eight shards were going to come from events. Scopely? With this rare officer, you gave zero shards. Zero. None on a rare officer. Now, I can see you not giving away an abundance of epic shards. Well, hell, big country, we got more Jordy shards for in free-to-play events and data shards in free-to-play events, and you couldn't come up with eight rare shards for me, Scopely? You're going to paywall Beverly Crusher by eight shards? Mm. I mean, and, and when I say paywall, I'm not even counting the $20 battle pass because honest to God, I know I'm going to, well, here I'm in the middle of a rant. Somebody asked for a rant, okay? So take it for what it's worth and we'll be shilly for a second. There's nobody who shouldn't be spending $20 a month on this game. That $20 battle pass makes your progression possible. Okay, period, plain and simple. Argue with me with you. If you want, you'll lose. Okay, the elite battle pass is, is, it's monumental. Now, I said that, being all Captain Super Shield, and, and Scopely, God, you got $20 from, let, let's pretend, let's pretend for a second that 100% of your players bought the Elite Battle Pass. Let's pretend. I know not everybody does. But let's pretend 
that 100% of your players gives you $20 a month. And you're going to stiff them on eight shards? You're going to stiff them on eight shards? Like, that is kind of... Mm, it's a little bit disgusting. Eight shards. Eight shards. Could have come from an event somewhere. I mean, the, listen, it still wouldn't have been free to play. It still wouldn't have been free to play. Somebody, I mean, they would have had to have bought the Elite Battle Pass. All right? But you didn't make it so that they they had choice in their Battle Pass. You made it so that they had to buy the $100. All right? Now, Meta Evil Knight, I didn't say that everybody that, that everybody had to pay the $20. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, you know, and, and maybe I should rephrase. I'm not saying that, that you should feel pressure to. I'm saying, like, if that was what you had, if $20 is what you wanted to spend, okay, then that is the single number one value value item in the game. Like, period, plain and simple. It's not the monthly pack. It's not uh, an officer pack. It's not an independent credit pack. It's battle pass. Okay? It's battle pass. So um, I I think that obviously it's no, no, uh, no surprise either that not everybody <laughs> buys the $20 battle pass. Okay? Obviously. Not everybody does that. I, I said using that assumption. Nonetheless, here's the thing. If the $20 purchasers uh, purchasers did get Crusher, it's still paywalled because your free-to-play aren't going to get it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just, oh gosh, eight shards. Eight. Eight shards. I, oh. I, I find big fault with that. It's, you know what? There were so many things that I was forgiving of this month. Okay? Like, and, and when I say forgiving of, I mean, like, I get it. I'll take, I'll, I'll accept your form of logic, Scopely. I'll accept it. I accept the transporter pattern premium. I accept rare tickets. I accept the rare events. Okay? I accepted all that stuff. Eight shards for people who did, in fact, actually give you money? Like, man, well, that I, that to me I, just feels a little rough. Go ahead, Jesse. I was going to say, well, you, all the officers that they release, obviously, you know, it's geared towards pay-to-win uh, players and stuff like that. You know, it's, it, it's kind of like paying for early access. And, you know, eventually you will get those shards and stuff like that, and they put it on for free, et cetera, et cetera. So it's one of those things where you just got to, not get worked up about you know not being the first one to get it i i agree with you to the whales i agree with you to a point all right but but i think it there is to, to me jesse there is a slight perception issue here because we had the eight officers or sorry not eight uh the eight shards that were short from from the battle pass oh let me let me ask you this let me let me back up a second do you think that it is a reasonable expectation, Jesse, that events will give zero shards. Like, do you think mm. that it's reasonable for us to expect that an event gives zero officer shards for an officer that is featured that month? No. Probably not. Uh, oh, man, is it? Is oh. Another bot? Do we have another yep. bot? Oh, my God. Why? Yep. What is happening? <laughs> uh, now, 
you know, it's funny. We had a conversation about this earlier uh, or the other day. Uh, and a lot of people don't realize Scopely doesn't make as much money off this game as what people think. <laughs> I actually agree uh, with that. I, I totally agree with and, that, and I'm sure you're right. I mean, I, I've and, seen some well, stuff. Google, like the platforms that they they uh, they have the game on, they take 35 percent of every every sale, and then you've got their partner companies and stuff like that, like CBS Interactive and then mm -hmm. Digit and whatnot. And so, you know, that's a lot being divvied up. And I'd say, I'm, I mean, I don't, this is not insider knowledge or anything like this. This is just speculation. But I'm, I'm guessing that Scopely makes around anywhere between 20 to $40 maybe off of a hundred bucks. Okay. So, but at the same time, it's, I mean, like on my server recently, I've seen an increase, like just uh, within the past couple of days, I saw them increase the value of packs. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I've that seen, happened. I've seen a lot of free-to-play players getting billions in resources just from ARCs. And I'm just like, all right, cool deal. More rate. Like I started raiding again. Right. <laughs> Because the targets became worth it. Yeah. Now, listen. If if somebody came in here, if somebody came in here and was griping about the resources and and materials, I I wouldn't I wouldn't back that argument. I really wouldn't because you yeah. are right. Resources and materials, especially this month, especially this month, they've been kind of crazy. As a matter of fact, they're they're higher than they've ever been. Okay, and that is a fact. Right. Okay, that's a fact. Yeah. Um. But I, I do still think that we should look at look at all factors here. I, I know what you're saying is that the officer was clearly intended to be pay. Um, let me ask you a couple questions, Jesse. All right, just based on historical, you've been in the game for over two years. Have we yep. ever seen? Have we ever seen one hundred percent of the officers belonging to an arc be unobtainable? For free to play, one hundred percent. Nope. No, we've never seen that. No, never seen them be one hundred percent unattainable. Well, that's where I mean, we're at. Obviously, you got to wait a little while, and you know, I've I've learned to that this is this game is not meant to be played in one day. I agree. You know, I agree. I agree and with if that you a million do percent. Play it in one day and get bored. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. I I'm with you. Okay. I I've listen. I'm I'm on record a gazillion times saying the game's not supposed to be. You know, even this new research tree. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of people fussing about merits of honor. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't feel that pain because I'm not in the 40s. But the you know, I see for example, big country. You know, got like 1,600 merits of honor. Now, I don't know. Right. I don't know how many researches that gets you through big, but I imagine. It's not a ton. How many researches have you been able to do that require merits of honor, Big? Um, no, I mean it's a lot at the beginning because they're they're uh, they're twenty five at the be you know twenty five at the beginning. So I've gone through. Uh, I mean, I've spent over five thousand merits of honor, so I probably have easily done. I mean, I guess I've done 60 or I guess I've done a hundred of those researches. Oh, yeah. 
Jeez. All right. See, that's more than I would have thought. And I and I have heard people yeah. complaining about merits of honor that they can't get enough of them. Well, I mean, you know, golly, you've already done a hundred researches in a new tree in a month. That that's supposed to probably last six no, months or twelve months. No, no, a hundred of the ones that require epic. Oh my dear God. Yeah. See, I mean, that's yeah, not, that's just really, really, that's really, really fast. All right. That's yeah, super no, fast. Yeah. So me let me. And were talking about that. Well, we could talk about that later. Actually, you know, I, I, I'm kind of, I've, I've been biting my tongue a little bit because I, I do, but I do want to say this because this is eerie how this conversation is, uh, is, is that you're having right now because this is, this was you and I, reverse, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about other officers, and you're like, we talk about like grinding them, and well, that's an epic officer. When have you gotten an epic officer? You know, the first month that it's been out, why are these shards, you know, where I was talking about the jailer shards, you know, well, so I'm kind of like doing the same thing to you. Hey, I'm going I'm to say the same thing to you that you said to me about Beverly Crusher right here. This is a rare officer. Uh, when do you feel like Scopely is giving away a full pool for a rare officer for 20 bucks? Oh, I'd have to go back and think when when that may have happened, and no, and maybe and maybe you're right. Maybe maybe fifty. Do what? Isn't it normally like fifty for a rare officer? You get a full pool for fifty, not twenty. Uh, well, hang on a second. Hang on. Let's see, now I'm going to go back to TOS, and I know that I'm going to be I'm going to be biased. I'm not going to be able to remember exactly because I because I've got TOS Uhura pretty well maxed, pretty well like leveled up and i don't remember when i got her i don't remember i don't think that i unlocked her with the event store because i'm pretty sure i tiered her up with the event store but i'm pretty sure i got her in the arc you know like i'm almost sure um but then we take a look at let's see who else do we have who let me let me sort these by group all right uh, and i'm looking so tos uhura was that uh, she? Okay, yes, I she do think. Stephen Aaron, just, Stephen Aaron just said what I was, what I'm thinking. Like, I don't think we've gotten a rare officer for twenty bucks for a battle pass. Okay, like like, fine, 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 and and I'm fine with that. I think you guys else. are missing my point. Okay, is that Beverly Crusher offered zero shards via event? Okay, that's the mm -hmm. problem. That's the problem, okay? We got a couple of Geordie shards. We got a couple of data shards. Guess what? For 98% of the community, that doesn't matter because we're never going to get those shards, okay? I mean, the You're not going to get them a lot. Right. We're not, okay? Yeah. Like, okay, right now, I have somehow. Oh, and, and okay. Just so we're clear, because before I get roasted in this chat, I am a huge proponent, and I spoke to it a lot the last episode, of they don't introduce the officers fast enough in the ultra recruit. The premium recruits, they hold on to them like they're gold when they should be sourcing these officers out better. So I'm not, I'm not saying this as I disagree with you. I'm just like, hey, I'm just trying to say, hey, DJ, remember, normally you're on the other side of this fence here. Well, because we, uh, well, we talk about because I don't believe that 
And you're right. I don't believe, for example, that Jordy should have been uh, given away 100 shards of an epic officer. I don't think he should have been given away for free. Now, given, given for example, Bernard's comment in the chat here a few minutes ago, hey, listen, I'm going to end up with Jordy, and I will not. I have not spent, okay? Bernard, to be perfectly honest with you, I am hoping I can mirror that statement. Currently, right now, I am ranked first for my Jordy auction. But I've also spent... Um, I, I've, I've spent a fair amount of resources and materials that I saved up for that auction. Okay. So I, I, what I'm saying is, um, maybe when I say spending, I mean, spending boatloads of resources and materials. All right. That is still considered spending. I consider there to be monetary, uh, attachment to those items. Uh, and so maybe that maybe I've, I'm using the wrong terminology because I am talking about event sourcing and kind of being very similar to what what Big is talking about, just general officer sourcing. Okay, um, this month it was actually originally somewhat refreshing to see that we got data shards, that we got Jordy shards. Uh, guys, take a look just real quick. Anybody who's not unlocked Jordy yet, all right. And, and to be perfectly frank with you, let me be very, very clear, all right? I bought the $100 Battle Pass. Um, does anybody know how many Geordie Shards were there? Because I have 37. Five. There were oh, only yeah. five. So that means... Five Geordie and five data. Okay, so that means and that... 16 Biv. That means that Scopely has given me 32 Geordie Shards one way or another. Okay, one way or another. Some might have been in Battle Pass. I'm sure a lot of them were in Battle Pass. I know that there were some in events. The, the Hunt the Factions event gave Geordie shards. The Brothers event gave data shards. This away team assignment with the star chart, okay, that gave data shards. And, and, and let me be clear. I am pleased, Scopely, don't, don't think I'm looking a gift horse in the mouth. I am pleased that most of the community is going to roll between 30 and 35 epic shards of Jordy LaForge. I do, Big, think that is a generous head start for a free-to-play. All right? That's where some people are going to disagree with me. All right? I also have um, 29, 29 data shards. Okay? I think that's right. I've actually got 64, but I did actually win 45 in the auction. I got 10th place. So 64 minus 45. 19. So I have, and then I bought, you say I get, there were five in the battle pass. So 14 data shards have been given, okay? And Sanzo kind of has it right. He said, what's the point in giving away the shards if they're never going to be sourced? Well, Sanzo, that is obviously, I mean, you're being a little dramatic. They're going to be sourced. It's probably just going to take some time. And Spock the Avenger has the same question. So the problem is, is how do you source these officers after the arc? I agree. I agree. And Big agrees. I don't think anybody is arguing that point. The, the point that I have to come back and pick up on is, guys, let's not forget. No, you guys, come on. Don't be drama queens, all right? Not years before they unlock these officers, okay? I think, I don't, I don't honestly know. I don't know that they've actually got a plan, okay? And you can't really argue Lorca 100% because he's at least been given some you know, uh, a couple of times here and there. I think you got to be careful. I th I, you know what? I think there's a pattern with Lorca, just as an FYI. Start saving your disco chest tokens. 
You know, I, I joked big. I just blew all of mine on Thursday. So Lorca comes out in the chest, and I have I have no discovery shards. You know what? They they keep dropping him in there. Maybe maybe start saving those, okay? Wait for another holiday. What's the next holiday we got coming? Fourth of July? Pfft, maybe Lorca goes back in Fourth of July, okay? <laughs> There's going to be Labor Day in September, okay? Maybe start saving those disco tokens, okay? Because Lorca's going to pop in there. That's what they keep doing. All right, so just maybe wait, okay, uh, regarding Lorca. But they do periodically drop him in. You know, a better argument would be the TOS officers. Not once have we seen them since the end of their arc. Not at all. Not once. So there, yeah. there's that. And, and hang on, Jesse, one last thing. The second point that I want to make is that as of this arc, there has never been never been an arc where 100% of those officers were paywalled. Never. Even in the days, uh, what arc was it that we got Mackinnon and uh, Raphael? Okay. Mackinnon was available. Uh, Raphael was paywalled, but Mackinnon was there. Listen, TOS Uhura was unlockable. Guys, I'm just here to tell you, we've never had it We've never had it that 100% of the officers were unobtainable. And I guess for me, that, I don't know. That's a weird line to draw in the sand, Big. I agree. I agree with you. You're telling me that I should relax on that. But but for me, I feel like, one, you know, that's that's odd to me. Usually I walk out of an arc with an officer. Not this time. Not this time. All right. Now, you know, two people's credits uh, talking about Beverly Crusher. She's damn good. Dang good. All right. So so somebody who's actually complaining about the officers themselves. And I don't know that that's a valid argument. Uh, hang on, Sitting Bull. Jesse, you're first. Go ahead. So I got two things, which one of the guys in uh, El Chipo, I believe, brought up. That, that I haven't seen it in the event store in a while now during an arc where you can just spend those tokens that you acquire during the arc, uh, you, you know, and you can spend them on either materials or officers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I really liked that mechanic of the arcs and I, I, you know, I wish they'd bring that back. Um, but at the same, uh, back to the other thing with the, the hundred dollar versus $20 battle pass, uh, that, <laughs> When I saw the amount of Geordie shards you got in that hundred dollar pass, I was like, "Nope." Yeah, <laughs> I was like that. That was kind of like a slap in the face for a hundred bucks. I mean, mind you, the battle pass, yes, the materials in those things and whatnot, I, doesn't really matter. I mean, that's that's like five dollar pack maybe. Yeah, they're not but really the loaded. Charge. You're right; they're not really that loaded. The hundred dollar pack is traditionally right the officer shards because it's not loaded with a bunch of other stuff you know so yeah and if memory serves me right you know in in the past whenever they had the hundred dollar packs or a battle pass you got you know somewhere around the halfway mark or more on unlocking an officer so you know when i saw five shards for jordy and a hundred dollar pack i was like that's you know, who thought this one up? Because that doesn't sound right. Yeah. 
And I actually held off on buying it because I thought it was a, a bug. <laughs> yeah, with you only know, five shards. Some sort of clerical error. <laughs> you know, and, and again, hey, what's up, buddy? And again, uh, hang on, I'm coming to you, Sitting Bull. The, I, I do acknowledge, okay, I do acknowledge and um, accept and even appreciate that the number of Jordy LaForge shards that were sourced in free milestone events, free milestone events, was probably greater than normal. Um, and, and listen, maybe it's just because it's Beverly Crusher. Maybe it's just because there's no officer in my carousel this month from, from these. I, I just, that rubbed me slightly wrong. And the fact that people ended up eight shard shorts despite paying it just it felt it didn't feel right you know i I don't know maybe maybe if people had been 30 shards short (laughs) you know if they had only decided to give 10 away then maybe i wouldn't feel bad but i mean this is so close you can taste it and scope was like oh yeah you know what's that that geico commercial you're gonna have to be quicker than that you know you like (laughs) gonna gonna have to spend 80 more dollars you know i i just i don't know i kind of I kind of felt like that was a little, just a little unappreciated, I guess. And, and, and I, I didn't like the perception of that. Eight short, you know? Yeah, like, like Raskar says, it's, it's, a, it's a kick in the jimmy. And, and that's kind of what started me on that, on that particular feeling, you know? Because if you, had, if you were eight short, you still paid. You still bought. And, and you know, I don't feel that... Paying for the Elite Battle Pass should have locked you away from the only officer that you could have potentially gotten in a remotely close to free-to-play fashion, you know, for the $20. Uh, Good evening to you, Gregor. Welcome into the show. We're talking about officer sourcing and that of the TNG officers that came out this month. Um, I I do want to kind of... uh, I do want to kind of move. Epic Neo says, don't forget they gave five via a free gift chest. I don't remember. I, what, which one was that one? That, oh, that, that was, was in the, the uh, 20. Chest. Yeah, that was the mission, mission chest. chest. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and again, I, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate all the sourcing. I think particularly, to be honest with you, Neo, I, I think Scopely was, God dare I say it, generous with the Jordy shards. Okay. Uh, let's go back to the interlude arc. All right. Listen, a lot of you guys got Jayla, which is an epic card. Okay. I remember saying on this show, and I said, and this is the conversation that Big is referencing with me, you know, that, that Jayla was essentially available free to play in the month of April. And that was an epic officer. So, you know, yeah, I don't typically believe that epic officers should be sourced in month one for free. I, I don't. All right? That's why they're epic. However, Jayla might have been a slightly different case or, you know, whatever. You know, everyone waited a really long time, so I get that. But, um, you know, 30 Jordy shards is a good start. That's a real good start. But, man, coming up eight short on, you know, arguably the cheapest officer this entire arc... And I still had to give you money to get to that point. I kind of feel rough. And and you know what? Maybe the whole conversation is for not big country. Maybe next month we get a TNG recruit chest, and they're going to throw all of them in there. 
All right. But is that likely if we've got new officers coming next month that, that they will get to be put into a chest? Maybe, maybe we run into this problem during every ARC-1 because there's not enough officers for a chest. You know, during, T- during TNG ARC-1, remember, they did make a chest. They just filled it up with crap. Remember, they put, the, they put Marcus and, and Decius in there. Do you remember? Because they said three officers is too few to launch a chest. Well, you know, I think some of the frustration comes from whenever these arcs end, they end. And there's no, you know, you got to wait months to get back to working on some of that stuff that you didn't get to quite finish during that arc. And so I think if they would make it to where, you know, there's kind of like a continuation into the next arc, you're like not making it the, the, the whole big shebang from the previous arc, but you know, like I would really like to work on more Jayla. Uh, you know, I'd mm-hmm. like to get her up to tier two at least or something like there that. There you go. And, you know, adding in the, like on the weekends or something like that, uh, where it's like, Hey, here's from the previous arc. We got a little event going on or something like that. I, I and, like that idea. Know, How many people in the chat right now are agreeing with you on tracker jackers? All right. I mean, gosh, we saw them one month, and 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 ship skins were supposed to be a roadmap item. We've seen it. We've seen them once, one time. You know. So I mean, it that was a roadmap item. Listen, I didn't mean to take this episode and and turn it into a bitch session. I'm I really truthfully, I'm very happy with this arc. All right. I'm not going to give a final grade yet because Big asked me not to. I'm very happy with this arc. All in all, I really am. Okay, and 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 there's one or two things that that irritate me. This is clearly one of them. But overall, this arc has, without a shadow of a doubt, Jesse, yay or nay, best of 2021 so far. Period. Plain and simple. Oh, yeah. It's not even it's yeah. not even a, a question. Okay, not even a yeah. question. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. The TOS arc it almost made me quit because I thought it was a downhill spiral. But they they pick themselves back up, and, and I'm you know I'm here to stay now. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba you know. says it's not a high bar, but I agree, Bubba. You're exactly right. the The beginning of this year has been so bad. It's been so bad. You know, TOS was bad. All right. Now Shinjo says best arc of the year might be the biggest backhanded compliment of the year. I don't mean for it to be. I mean honestly. You guys know, listen, I did kind of like April. I really did. Okay, I did. I liked the Franklin A. I liked the Biotics. I liked that arc. This has been a good arc. This has been a good arc. Like, better than average. As in, like, pretty dang nice. Like, I've liked almost everything about this arc. There's a few little mechanical tweaks that I would have made. I would have probably, you know, helped out on one of these officers or something like that, you know. But, I mean, really, truthfully, this has been a good arc for me. I've been happy with it. You guys are probably not going to like my final grade, but it's going to be pretty daggone good. All right? I liked it. Um, that being said, you know, there's one or two things here that, that of course, I would have done slightly different. And, um, and for that reason... For that reason, you know, it's it's why it won't get an A+, for example. To me, finishing an arc with zero officers, I, I feel like that's probably, that's too much, okay? I mean, hell, you could have thrown an uncommon. You could have thrown an uncommon 
in here that we could have got that would have had a decent ability. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Jesse. And did, did y'all talk about how, uh, they don't work on, uh, on, uh, transports. Yeah. We, officer ability? we did talk about that on uh, the last show. Kind of ridiculous. I get it. I do understand. And, and honestly, that's not a new mechanic that's been around. The anti-faction officers have never worked. So like, you know, right. I, I, I narratively, there's a big hole there. Obviously, technically speaking, oh. there's still a big hole there, you know, but it's not a new hole. It's been there for a very long time. So that's, that's another thing. Uh, the ship, the ship refits. And, <laughs> I, uh, I haven't seen those this arc. You haven't seen them since the arc they were introduced. You know, yeah. not as far as the <laughs> and, not as far yeah. as the tracker jackers are concerned. Now we've done some other direct acquisition. Vidar, Stella, um, and Franklin, okay? Those were direct acquisition, but they did not bring back the Tracker Jackers. I would have loved to have to have seen them use the Tracker Jackers, um, and that way players could have chosen the skin that they wanted. You know, even, even like in between the arcs, we're, we're hopefully going to get an Apex event, right? Hopefully we get an Apex event, and that's going to source Stella again. All right. Now, me personally, because I went bonkers crazy, right, big country, and I won Stella. Now, unless they fix that mechanic, I literally can't help my team. I'm going to be prohibited from participating. Now, on the other hand, if since I have already completed that and got that skin, if they would let me play, you know, in, in, a, in an alternative event, maybe a milestone. They gave me, I don't know, even five or ten tracker jackers. Let me chip away at it. Let me grind it, Scopely. I mean, why are we? Why have we gone almost ninety days now and not actually seen a G three ship skin? You know, to me, it feels like content that's been absolutely abandoned, and and it shouldn't be. I mean, even cosmic cleanup. Guys, I know I keep saying this. Cosmic Cleanup is the answer for all of this crap. Throw five Tracker Jackers in the Cosmic Cleanup store every single Saturday. Because guess what? I've got 750 of those Galaxy tokens. I don't spend them. Be- because everything in that store, for me, is, is, is not worth it. I'm beyond that store. So, so th- put five or ten tracker jackers in in the cosmic cleanup event store you know put it it fixes a lot of stuff or the away team's assignments same thing loosen up on the away team's assignments put something in there and again i know i know it's the first arc it'll get better i I just you know why you know why this is bothering me a little bit because i i can already see some things being repeated Oh my God! Has it been that long, Stevens, Aaron? Oh my God, we gotta go. I've already, I can already see some things <laughs> being repeated, and and that that always gives me the heebie-jeebies. You know what I'm saying? It gives yeah. me the heebie-jeebies because it makes me feel like we're gonna go another 339 days without seeing some of this stuff return. You know, Bubba's yeah. right. They don't yeah. acknowledge their own idea of premium access. There is no window for early access. 
and and Svannon says early access should be 30 days max. I don't know. That might be a little aggressive. I can see 90 days, all right? I can see 90 days, to be honest with you. If I'm being completely fair, I can see 90, all right? But 339 days or indefinitely, <laughs> that's that's not acceptable to yeah. me. It's not acceptable. No, I would say. <laughs> I have two comments about this this uh, this arc, and they involve away missions. Okay. Or away teams. Now, I I'm not certain about this because I I can't tell if it if this happens when it fails or not. But when an away mission fails, it just it's just gone and it doesn't notify you of the of that failure, right? No, I actually get a pop up that said your away team returned without like unsuccessful. Right. Yeah, well, it, I mean, I don't I get mean, anything be, else, but it, it does tell me that they were unsuccessful, and that's it. But there's no, there's no, like, it's not, whenever you have a successful mission, it's, you know, you go to collect it, right? But if you fail the mission, there's no, it's not there in the collection at all. And it'd be nice yeah, you still if it would. It. Oh, you do? Yeah, you still you still got to click. Yeah, you still have to click the oh, report well, button. I guess I haven't. I guess I haven't had one fail then. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what luck you've got, man. Uh, yeah, no, it's still, um, it, when you click the report button, it will actually tell you you failed, yes. <laughs> well, All good. right, Jesse. Um, Hashtag first then, world problems. Yeah, right, Bubba Joe? He said, must be nice. <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. Now, what was it? The other thing would be the speed ups. You know, mm. I would I would love to be able to use Latin on those speed ups. You know, you know why? I I guarantee you, I know why you're not able to use Latinum. It's the same oh, reason. Yeah. It's the same reason that Scopely is controlling the speed up economy, and it's the same reason that Scopely has not drastically increased the merit of honor economy either. You see what I'm saying? Like they are. Right. They are controlling the pace of progression for this research tree, hook, line, and sinker. So using Latinum, listen, let's let's be fair about one thing. A VIP ain't scared to spend Latinum. Right? Oh no. Not at all. So so would <laughs> you got, yeah. would you argue that technically speaking, and I don't mean like, what? you know, actually, but but la- allowing you to use latinum is essentially an unlimited currency for some vips i mean some people well, are holding here's, millions here's my yeah i have millions but uh <laughs> my counter argument to that would be the refinery because you can get 1500 latinum a day for you know five to ten minutes of mining you know okay. and let's i mean let's just say it's three hundred dollars, or three. Sorry, not three hundred dollars. Three hundred platinum for a day, or twenty-four hours of of uh, speed up, right? How so much? That three, or let's let's say it's three, or let's say it's three hundred platinum for uh for a twenty-four hour speed up. Okay. Which is the All same right. same as a twenty-four hour speed up now? It's three hundred, right? In it, or right. is it a hundred? So that's, no, yeah, that gives you. That gives you five days worth of speed ups, you know, in one day. All right. Yeah, but so but again, listen. I, I, in with all respect, I don't think that it's the free to plays who 
need those speed ups because we're going to be gated by uh, Medals of Honor and and um, I, let me put it this way: right. if you have one million lat, which you just said you have millions, but let's let's use one million as an example. <laughs> if you've got one million lat, okay, then you have enough for three thousand. 333 days worth of speed-ups, all right? Tell me that you would not just right. sit there and mash these assignments over and over and over and over and over, speed them all up. You well, never spent you, more than ten, than 12 hours on an assignment, all right? Well, you could still... You, you'd need... Go ahead. You would need the refresh tokens to, to be able to do that. I mean, you're still time-gated on... Not time-gated... Um, you're, that was a studio over here. Anyways, um, you're still, you know, there's still that time block on, on those, uh, away missions showing up. So it's not like you're going to be able to just endlessly, you know, do away missions. Well, here's uh, what, here's what would happen. And, and you know what? Maybe that was on the drawing board, Jesse. But if I, if I'm a developer, all right, I listen to this point and I say, okay, fine. Latinum for speed ups. But now I'm going to remove refresh tokens from the game entirely. Right. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. If well, I let you use Latinum for speed ups, then I'm just going to remove the refresh mechanic completely, and you're going to be limited to one set every 12 hours, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, because if you well, allow for refresh tokens and Latinum speed ups, Latinum speed ups essentially is a free for all for VIPs. All right, it's not the okay. it's not the free to play. It's the VIPs who are going to burn out that research tree in a month, and that that is not acceptable to Scopely. I mean, not they, for well, free. I mean, that's the thing. You got to get those refresh tokens, and it's you know it's uh, they're giving them away in the in the events and stuff, or the ticketed events. Mm -hmm. uh, but you've also got to have the tickets to get those, and so on and so forth. Um, now I could. But that's the thing, you know, these are all events over time. You're only going to get X amount of these refresh tokens and, to be able to use. And you're only going to get so many away missions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I mean, honestly, I would say that's kind of, you know, that's preventative of people just endlessly doing away missions. And, you know, making it to where it's unfair for the free-to-play because they can still... You know, if they were able to use Latinum, they could still get 1,500 Latinum a day. On top of that, you get thousands from, from events now. And, I mean, heck, my I have a free-to-play level 33, and it's got tens of thousands of Latinum, and I haven't spent a dime on it. You know? And, it, I mean, it's... I mean, that sucker is... I kind of wish I'd, I knew what I knew or know now when I started playing because I would have saved a whole lot of money, um, you know, just playing the game right. Yeah. But DJ Gurr makes you know. the makes the argument that that my argument doesn't work well when you can buy the research tree packs to blow through most of it. But I mean, listen, to be honest with you, and I don't know about y'all, but I did not buy those because they're so trash. <laughs> I mean. To be to be honest yeah. with you, I'm looking at uh, away teams research one. All right, ninety thousand service awards. You know what ninety thousand service awards is well, going to get me? Three researches. Okay, three. 
So, so I don't know that you can argue and say that the, the, the research packs are going to blow me through the tree in a month because my away team's research pack one gives me three researches, which is obviously why I didn't buy it. That's a terrible value. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to spend $100 for 90,000 service awards when I can pick that up in two or three days for free. You know, now Epic right. Neo says there was a 300,000 pack. I did see that as well. I did see that 300,000 pack. Um, but but still, I, I mean, and granted, that was probably more worth it. But I mean, I, I just. OK, so what does that get me? Ten researches or twelve and and big over here just told me that he's done over 100 in the epic range, which means he's done all. But Gregor, how many researches? I don't even know how to an- how to ask this question. How many researches have you done? Yeah, how many levels I, of research have you done in the new tree? I, I don't know, but I've completed like almost forty of the nodes, fully completed. Well, there were set. How many nodes were there, Stephen Zarin? Didn't we count the? We had the, we had that chart in our graphics room. Seventy-two. That's what I thought um, it was. Seventy-two. There's seventy-two yeah. nodes. Seventy-two. And and Gregor, you've already completed forty of them. Forty. Right? Yep, like full max. Yep. All right. And and folks, I would be willing to bet that even Scopely thinks that that's pretty daggone fast for a research tree. Gregor, by comparison, uh, yeah. by comparison, how many levels of research do you think you've done in Outlaw or Territory Tree? Oh, Outlaw is way more gated just because of the rep, okay. the rep factor, right? What about Territory? Uh, territory, I've done most of that, actually. Most of the territory is complete. I would say like I'm like eighty percent complete on territory. All right, but you're, but but territory's been out for seven months now, and you're telling me you're, f- what, 70 percent complete on away teams, and it's been out for twenty days. Yeah. Okay, yeah. guys. I mean that that kind of imbalance or that or that kind of progression. I ain't gonna lie to you. Scopely probably not. Super happy about that, to be perfectly oh, frank. Gregor, you're behind. You're behind, bud. <laughs> and Big clearly has <laughs> well, more. I've spent too much of my time with my Jordy, like, trying to get stuff, so. There you go. All right. That goes. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, feel, like, I feel like that there is definitely um, a, a patience problem here for some players. When it comes to the to the research tree, I don't think it was supposed to be that fast, guys. And Latinum for speed ups, it, I think that that is only going to make this problem. And I say problem, it's only going to make this scenario worse in the eyes of Scopely. And that's why I think you can never expect it to happen. To be honest with you, Jesse, I, I, I think that <laughs> new away team's research tree though is pretty good. I mean, that really is not like a heavy spend research tree. It yeah. might be slow if you don't spend, but it's not a heavy spend research tree. Like, there's really no spend. I mean, that's not bad. That's yeah. that's an improvement from Scopely's past. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. I I personally haven't spent a dime on the waiting stuff, and you know I've I've gotten pretty far on it. Um, I don't know how far because I don't really count it. But <laughs> um, you know, it's crazy because. Uh, I am um, comparatively not far, like not at all, nowhere close. Like um, n- I'm up to the unlock epic assignments. You know everything before that I've I've got done, not not fully maxed out. Most of it's all tier one. 
Oh, well, then maybe. maybe. 32 ops, free to play. Well, then maybe. I put my what's left of my away team's research that I have left to do this month, it's in the chat. That's all I have left. Uh, let me find Everything it. Everything else is done. Oh, for your ops level. For my ops level, I'm up against the wall already. So, I mean, it, it, for, for, so, it, for me, the tree was incredibly quick. Now, I can see from about 35 to 40, there's more to it. But, and then I'm not past, the, I'm not in the 40 plus range where I'm trying to do like what Big Chuck Country is. But Big Country said he's already got 40 of the 72 nodes. Yeah, and he's up 50. Great. That's incredibly Great. quick. I have 44. I just... I'm ahead of Gregor. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's set the record let me, straight. Let me recount. Let's set hold the on, record straight here, okay? Gregor's got 40, yeah. and Big Country's got 44. Okay, let's let's not. Yeah. Okay, Big Country's got 44. Let's let's make sure that that we, that we got our scorecards all all matched up here. Okay, Big Country got 44. Now. I'm going to go into uh, into my away team's research, okay? Now, the the first little snake area, I'm not going to count that because that's all that's all level one stuff, all right? I have level three on survey nacelles and level two on the others. That is, that's, I am level one on every other research in the tree, and I did actually, I did, Jesse, actually do my unlock epic assignments yesterday. So I'm level one on everything up to that point. And so I've got three, four nodes, four nodes that I'm level two on. Now, I, I don't know about you guys. To me, that seems like very, very little investment. Like, I mean, very little progress that I've got level ones on everything. And I've got four researches at level two. I feel like that is is not much progress now maybe some of you guys are disagreeing maybe you guys are thinking that that's a little bit more jesse you know it sounds like our research isn't that different right i'm all the way to max epic assignments and i've got i've got the nacelles each at level two all right so um sorry i'm getting distracted i know okay so we're a little bit over on time maybe i'll break it up we're having fun it's a sunday night so I, but you know what? To to me, I guess this is this is the difference. I see, for example, Gregor has got these first forty nodes completely done. So let's see: one, four, seven, eight, eleven, thirteen, fifteen, seventeen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-three, twenty-five, twenty-eight, thirty, thirty-two, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-eight. Dude, he is all the way. Look at your tree. He is all the way to the faction hauler research. Federation hauler, Klingon hauler, and Romulan hauler. He, every research up until that point, he's got maxed. Now, you tell me that that's not pretty daggone quick progression. That's really freaking fast. I think. That's, re that, that's what whales will do to a research tree on fire. Because you've had all that stuff built up and they're just gonna they're, the, the dam's just gonna break well, that's why the mechanics are the way they are about developing this thing where they have to go do an event to get those refresh tokens the the gating for that makes sense 
but it's it's very it's very the calculus in it is is gated to ops level and the bigger you are the more you have to deal with right well but I... at the same time the more of a pile you probably got well, so I think they did their math right here. I don't disagree because yes, the the service awards are uh, the service awards are scaled by ops. So, for example, the same type of assignment that I would get thirty thousand service awards from, uh, Gregor's getting three hundred thousand service awards from. Okay, so I get that, and then he's using latinum. He's using latinum for speed ups. Big, I, I didn't hear you. What's that? No, it was three million service awards in our pack no i was talking about your assignments your assignments oh um, gotcha i'm sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. About the pack. yeah well nonetheless nonetheless same thing same thing i got there was one pack that i had a few days ago that had three you you're getting three million so again it's scaled which means they're basically giving you so maybe this this progress that i'm seeing is artificial you know because they're giving you 10 times as much so you should have 10 times as much research as i have done especially at the earlier levels but but again, that's exactly why Latinum is never going to come into play here. You know what I'm saying? Because they've already accounted for that delta, you know, in in the fact that you're getting ten times as many service awards as as the rest of us. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, if it's not if it's not Latinum, at least have it to where you can obtain them either from hostiles or something. Because I mean, honestly. The, officers they stick with you throughout the whole game they're not like ships right yeah i, th I think that if and... you if you did want to introduce latinum for away teams assignments speed ups and and this is also not going to be popular like i said you could eliminate refresh tokens or you could just make it so that everybody gets the same payout of service awards i mean gregor if if your payout of service awards was the same as an ops level 25 then i could see you being able to spend extra latinum to get more than the level 25. But if you're already getting 300,000 to their 10,000, then letting and part you part use... of the point of the whole mechanic with the away teams is that you're going to be down those officers for a short amount of time, one or two days so that, you know, they're actually away. I kind of like that, you know, now you have to use some of those other cards that you don't want to use. Although if, in my case, Cod and Joachim are never going on a ship, neither are Pike or Moreau, I'm going to, I'm going to flip. Uh, those four are going to stay at home, but everybody else is there yep. because Con and Joachim are my base crackers. And, and you look in the chat. I mean, it's even worse than I. I said 10,000. Captain Planet said, yeah, right, try two grand if that. Looter says an Ops 29 can get 400. You know, so I, I I think that the like like Sitting Bull said earlier, the math has kind of already been done, and that's probably why Latinum was not a part of this equation because they they changed the ops table for those service awards. So uh, I don't know. I don't think I don't think I personally could get behind uh, away team speed ups with Latinum because I, that would literally just that that ends this expansion, Jesse. The expansion's over. Everybody would be maxed within a couple of days. You know, so. <laughs> I mean, it would be. Well, I don't know. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, I, think, now, I think we're making I'd, good speed through it. Yeah. Now, I would say as far as the way teams themselves is the where they put the, the officer shards or the blueprints, they, you know, they're not a guaranteed if you succeed. You know, they're on the critical success. 
uh, and especially the five day long ones. And of course, you're going to want to try to get as high a percentage as possible or even above the one, you know, the multiplier and stuff like that. So you can possibly even get two or whatever. Um, you know, that, that, that's actually kind of driven me away from the whole away teams in itself. If it, you know, I've only stuck to the, the four to eight or four to 12 hour away teams. Uh, none of the multi-day ones, just because I don't want to buy speed ups for it. Yeah. And also because, you know, it's a chance and I don't like playing chances with my money. (laughs) Well, and that and that's why I say, so. you know, and the same thing that I've said to a bunch of other players, you know, don't don't push it to a hundred percent. I mean, if, if it Jesse, what's what is the harm if you say that you've given up on it? Then what's the harm in throwing no. some crap officers in there and, and letting no, it ride critical, for three days? The no, the the critical success. Well, same now. thing. I mean, you, you don't have a hundred percent chance on the top line either. So throw in, yeah, you know, true. throw in sixty percent, uh, throw in, you know, whatever sixty percent chance or seventy percent chance or whatever, and I mean it's still the same with the with the the critical chance, you know. And and le- I'm getting a lot of I'm getting a lot of aggravation in the chat, so we'll move on. Uh, the bottom line is here is that that the pace of progression has been pretty well controlled. And Chick, you say that the conversation has been for 40-plus level players. I don't know. I don't know that I actually 100% agree with that. I mean, yeah, Merits of Honor is 40-plus. All right, but the speed-ups, I mean, we've seen people in the official Discord asking for Latinum for speed-ups, and, and here's why it can't happen. You know, I mean, that's that's plain and simple. So the alternative or the teaching moment here, and I'll wrap up with this, is why, why does anybody feel like you got to get to 100%? All right, like I, I send out forty and fifty and sixty percent assignments all day every day, you know. <laughs> I mean, oh, did you I, see that? What else were you gonna do with that officer? Exactly. So I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not. If I fail uh, an eighty percent assignment, well, that sucks. I get it, but I mean, you know, in in the very first episode, I haven't had an officer fail yet. Well, you're lucky because I've had several. I've had I've had a few fail, but well, nonetheless, I don't bother having to send one below ninety six percent. But I mean, that must just mean because I can grind. Well, no, but eventually <laughs> you're gonna have to. Okay, like right now. Okay, right now, and and I know I'm wrapping up, chick. Right now, I'm looking at an assignment. It's an epic. It's five days, five days. All right. Now I did since our PvP event just ended. I did put good officers on there. And, Gregor, I know I'm going to regret it. I know I'm going to regret it because I don't have five days worth of speed-ups. So my officers are truly locked away. All right? But I got a multiplier on that one. So the second epic that I've got right now, there's no – I can't send any more officers out. I am going – and I did. I'm going to send it out. It looks like I'm going to be at about 78%. 78%. I might fail. It's three-day assignment. I might fail. Big deal. Okay? If I win, it's more than I had. If I fail, I'm right back where I started. Guys, don't feel like you got to get it to 100%. Okay? Don't don't ignore six assignments just to do two. All right? Do all eight and just throw junk on there. And if you fail, if you fail two of them out of the eight, you still pass six and you still had more than you started with. Who cares if two of them failed if six of them passed? So just roll with it. Who cares? Okay? There you go.
Focus and and I agree. I agree with Chick. You absolutely want the reward. The reward that pays you the best. That you're like, hey, I want this. Whether it's crystal or shards, inert nanoprobes, rep. You know, whatever it is that you're doing, and you're like, man, I really want this reward. That's the one that you put to 100%. The other ones, you know, just throw something on there just to get it going so that if you're not going to pay to refresh it, or you're not going to refresh it, then do something so it goes away. And then, you know, when it comes back, fail or win, either way, you get something else that pops up. Here is my epic assignment that I just started earlier this evening. It's a five-day assignment. I did. I put my good officers on there. I even got myself to a 1.99% multiplier. And, and the reason I did it is not for not for Gorkon. Or, no, that's not even Gorkon. That's Crass, right? It's not for Crass. Although the 1,200 Ultras are going to be nice. But I'll tell you why yeah. I stacked that one and why I sent people out for five days for the, the, service, awards. the service awards. That, is, been, that yeah, is the yeah. highest one that I have gotten. That is the highest one that I have gotten, which, by the way, which, by the way, further contributes, big country, to my theory of progressive assignments. This uh, epic came to me after two other crappy epics that I had to complete that didn't pay, like, worth a crap. And then I got this one with 100,000 service awards in it. So I think that, I do think that, that completing these assignments are going to yield you better ones, which is probably why Big Country and Gregor are getting decent payouts because they've done a bunch of them. So the more you do, I think, I mean, the, I think the better they're going to get. I think. That's my well, working theory. The, the problem is it's not a predictable mechanic that if you're going to have to do multiple things over time to get a better payout, they need to tell us. It, it's not obvious at all that that happens and right now the one two and three day assignments i get are nowhere near that the payouts are, are nowhere near worth the amount of time even for crappy officers to spend the time tying them up because i might need those crappy officers for under decks there are very few scenarios where like your crappiest of crappy officers are needed tycon so <laughs> i would encourage I would encourage yeah. you to, to 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 take, I mean, literally, the stuff you're never going to use, all right, and, and just run them. Just do them. Even if you fail. If, even if you send one out, it's 40%. Just do them because it's not costing you anything. It's completely passive. And, yeah, it might be two or three days. But if I'm right, and I'm not saying that I am, but if I'm right, I believe the more of these you do, the stronger they're going to get. So far, in my mind, I have not proven myself wrong on that. I really do believe that my assignments are getting better. And I'm not speeding them up. So I'm going at it slower than, than like, say, Gregor and Big Country. I've really not been speeding them up. I've been going pretty slow. Okay? Like, I, most of them I'm letting run out. as My use of speed-ups comes in like five or 10 or 15 minute chunks when I want to get them in before the refresh timer. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not using well, day long speed ups. I'm letting most of them run, but I am noticing a pretty clear trend, at least with my account. So well, here's my question then is, is it a, are the rewards better over time or better over completed? Because if it's better over completed. I've used a bunch of speed ups 
and haven't seen better rewards. You've done it over time and are seeing better rewards. Or They're not communicating that at all. That needs to, we need to know what's mm, going on with those. That is a good question. I, me personally, my theory is based on completion. Like I, and I said this a few weeks ago, big, remember I said, listen, I feel like if you do X number of uncommons, then, you know, that's when your rares, you know, graduate to say tier three, you know, and when you do a bunch of, do a bunch more uncommons, then your rares maybe graduate to tier two. I, I kind of envision in my head, Tycon, I kind of envision a complicated process or, or a complicated table. Um, but I, I mean, you know, I, I have, I've not gotten an assignment like this. I mean, a hundred thousand service awards. That is, that is by far like up until this point, Tycon, my best payout was 30, 30,000. You know what I'm saying? So like, I do, I do feel like they're stepping up and I feel like it's based on how many I might be doing. And again, this is just a theory, but pretty much every day since what big that, like that second week when we kind of rehashed my theory, I'm pretty much doing like all seven slots. They are all running all the time, Tycon. So like I'll use a couple of speed ups to finish one before a refresh and I put them right back out. Now I am failing some because I'm using crap, but like right now, all seven slots are going, you know, and two of them are going to be done in the morning. So in the morning, well, I'll, it, take, it I'll take those two out. I'll start two more. Never tried it at all. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, in the morning, well, I'll start two more, you know, and tomorrow night, I well, think we're talking, I'll get like two or three more. Go ahead. What we're talking about taking up slots, that's also a resource that you're taking up because for this last uh, event where you had to do a certain number to get points, I didn't start it till late, so I reset it a few times, mm -hmm. and I didn't get ones that would be within the time frame I needed to finish. You know, uh, I didn't get four hours, eight hours. Because, yeah. you know, so... That's another problem with the resources not really being clear as to how they're used, either the time frame or or anything else. Yeah, so, no, I can see that. Um, the 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 one counter that I'd have to that, uh, Tycon. And by the way, welcome to the show. I don't recognize your name, so it's really cool to have you here. Um, I've the been one here a couple of times and talked to you, but okay. awesome. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I, you know, that's <laughs> all right. I, I appreciate I in cars. At, at, le hey, at least being on the stage. That's cool too. I appreciate that. Uh, the one thing that I might that I might point out is uh, is also the the use of the calendar uh, did help me be prepared for this last one. Uh, the assignments, not the research, because the research was the surprise one. But the assignments themselves, I did find myself able to kind of set myself up there, so to speak, uh, because I was able to um, have a couple of rares that were going. And, and we're going to end, you know, during that event. So I didn't feel bad about starting one uh, at that particular point. You see what I'm saying? So I felt like um, using the calendar to kind of help me progress or, or at least have a few points ready to go at the start of the event was, was also somewhat helpful. I think I started the event with like three or 400 points and, and taking three or 400 points off of the, off of the milestone was, was probably more achievable for a lot of people so all right my goodness gracious you guys are fussing i mean you want long shows then you bitch when i do a long show my god you guys act like scopely customers never happy uh <laughs> let's play a game oh i hit the wrong button thank on it no 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 you know what you guys are everybody's in here bitching so that's fine let's end it <laughs>
I, I am actually, let me be honest with you, I am thoroughly enjoying the conversation that I'm having with people. As a matter of fact, I would be more likely to take 30 minutes of talking about softball and, and chucking that out of the show and leaving this in the show because this is good. This is fun. This is game. This is deep. I like it. Uh, you know, that's all right. We'll stop. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Hey, thank you, Tycon. Appreciate you. I see he left the stage. Where'd he go? Oh, I hate that he left. I hope I didn't, he didn't think I was rushing him out. Thank you, Tycon, for being here. I actually really valued your points. Very good points. Thank you guys so very much. Let's play a game. We'll do some blurt. We'll get out of here. <laughs> Tech man says, hey, I do all the bull, the BSing around here. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, wrong. Is that not? No, okay, there we go. Contest pick. Who's it going to be? Welcome, E-Rock. Welcome. Oh, man. Is there? Why does that say 92? Where's Vita? Hey, see you, Jesse. Thanks for being here, man. Uh, E-Rock, welcome to the show. Congratulations. Nathan says he likes long shows. Listen, Snake Eyes is going to kill me. There's no way around it. If I publish a three-hour episode on, on the podcast, he is going to kill me. Like, I'm going to have to cut it. Hey, E-Rock, I'll give you ten more seconds. E-Rock, E-Rock, welcome to the show. E-Rock. Come on in, buddy. Hey, there's E-Rock. What's up, buddy? Do you want to come into voice? Uh, do you want to come into voice or do you want to play in uh, in chat tonight? You can do either one. Voice or chat. E-Rock. Wait to chat. Okay, I missed it. All right, we're playing in chat. I'm here, sorry. Oh, hey, look, he's in voice. Welcome, E-Rock. Welcome to the stage, everybody. All right, everybody, welcome, E-Rock, to the stage. It's time to play a game. Let's do it. All right, E-Rock, uh, I don't know if you've listened to the uh, to the show before. We play a game called Blurt. This game is where I've got a bunch of questions. I think it's like 10 questions. All right. Uh, as a matter of fact, we have Big Country. Do you want to use the new Star Trek blurt questions, or do you want to save those for another day? It's up to you. No, that's why. That's I why. To you, to you. That's yeah. why he writes them. All right. So we've got Star Trek Fleet Command blurt. E Rock. Ten questions. Forty All seconds right. on the clock. If you can't think of one, just pass on it real quick. All right, because we're going to give you forty seconds. You got to get three right. But if you want to max your odds, you got to get five. Okay? Five right in 40 seconds is your best chance at the best prize. Three makes you a winner. We got 40 seconds on the clock, and here we go with Star Trek Fleet Command Blurt. E Rock, you ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. 40 seconds begins after I read the first clue. You can look at this to find out how many missions, resources mined, and Alliance help sent, as well as other player stats. The pass. This Enterprise is shown at the startup of the game. Enterprise D. This Borg officer helps by increasing piercing and shield piercing versus armadas. Uh, six of ten. This Federation battleship adds 40% to defenses when fighting hostiles. Uh, intrepid. Too many ships. This building lets you recycle a ship to get resources and materials. Scrapyard. 
This is the name. This is the name to earn for max reputation in the augment store. Oh crap! Fast. This material is used to upgrade your Stella. Stella particle. This material is mine best. All right, we're out of time. Okay, hey, you did pretty good. Let's go down these. Let's check them out. All right, we're gonna check your answers. We need three. Five is the grand prize. Here we go. You can look at this to find out how many missions, resources mined, alliance helps, as well as other player stats. I believe you did pass on that one. Is that correct, E-Rock? I, I was trying to write that. That is right. You passed on that <laughs> one. The answer we were looking for was, uh, was just simply your player profile screen. Player profile. So we missed that one. Uh, number two. This Enterprise is shown at the startup of the game. He said the Enterprise D. That was correct. This Borg officer helps by increasing piercing and shield piercing versus armadas. He said six of ten. That is correct. This Federation battleship adds 40% to defenses when fighting hostiles. Uh, what was your answer on this one, Iraq? I think you said the Intrepid. Intrepid. Intrepid is the correct answer. Too many ships. This building lets you recycle a ship to get resources and materials. He said the scrapyard. There's four. Uh, this is the unnamed, or I'm uh, sorry, this is the name earned for max reputation in the augment store. Uh, you passed on this I passed. one. You passed on uh, <laughs> This one we were looking for was ally. No, he said, oh, crap. Huh? That's right. He said, oh, crap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, oh, oh, crap. <laughs> Uh, this one was Ally, yes. Um, this material is used to upgrade your Stella. He said Stella Particles. That is actually incorrect. We were looking for Uranium. The Stella Particles, though, do actually help in the research, but Uranium upgrades the Stella. So we ended up with four, okay, which is actually pretty daggone good. That means we're going to come over here into our prize closet. Now, with four... What you get to do then, E-Rock, is uh, we've got 20, 20 different chests in here, all right? 20 different prizes are in the prize closet. You get to pick two of them. You get to pick two, and then I'm going to tell you what's inside those two, and you get to choose the better of the two prizes, all right? So chest mm -hmm. one through 20, please pick two chests, one through 20. Seven and 14. Seven and 14. Here we go. Seven. Ooh, this one might actually be good. Seven contains 600 biotics. 600 biotics. That doesn't sound like a whole lot, but it kind of is, depending on your ops level now. 600 biotics. Chest number 14 contains 10 black jellyfish blueprints. What is your ops level, E-Rock? 38. Oh, oh, oh. Wow, do you have all the blueprints for your jelly yet? No, I do not. Oh, snap. So you got an interesting decision to make. 600 biotics, which is arguably a boatload of resources, or 10 jelly blueprints. What's it going to be, E-Rock? The 10 jelly blueprints. Yeah, it's not even a decision, is it? Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> there you go. 10 jelly blueprints. To jelly or not to jelly, that is what he did. Absolutely welcome to Thank the you. stage. Welcome to the Winners Club. E-Rock, appreciate it, man. Send me a PM. Please be sure to send me a PM with your player ID, and we will set you up. All right, player ID, and uh, that way I can set you up with your 10 jelly 
blueprints. All right. Stevens Aaron, just for funsies, how much time are we at? Like, what's our time right now? Just for You're a glutton for punishment, funsies. Three and a half hours. There we go. Three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I probably should just. I probably get. Yeah, I still. I. I still. I still have a video to make tonight. Remember, I got to do the story thing. I got to do the chapter thing. It was fun though. It was a good conversation. It was a good conversation, yeah. and I thank you guys we for having. We can still chill out in the after party and chat out. Chat yeah, out we about can stay here. We can stay and chat <laughs> if you want. Fluffy Puma says, "Bet you can't go six and a half hours." Uh, no, listen. So <laughs> that's funny. You're right. I can't. I work tomorrow. Um, real quick, uh, Blue Mandalorian says, "Why don't you stream making the video?" No, see, you guys don't understand my video making process. My video making process. I mean, listen. If you want me to stream the missions, I could do it. But I mean, I, that's not really what I had in mind. Um, that being said, if you have questions, I'll give you. I'll give you two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Ask them right now. Clock. Go, go, go. Community Q&A blast. Two minutes. See, and now you guys don't, aren't even asking questions. See, I knew. You guys were just trying to keep me here. It's high pink. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blue, Blue says, I'm trying to think about what questions I've got. Um, <laughs> Battle Droid says, three or four arcs. I don't know. I, listen, I personally believe it's four. Okay, but that's only because Ares has said it will be our longest arc ever. So I believe four. Blitz says, next update to officer shards. What do you mean? Transporter patterns? I don't, I don't know, honestly. We just got the one. I have no idea what plan two is. Or, or step two. I don't know. Andar says, any plans on sourcing speed ups for the new tree? Uh, we spent an hour just now talking about that. If I knew something, I would have told you. So I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Benjamin says, what is tomorrow's event? The arc is over. Uh, and I guess aside from mining, because of course, yeah, you're going to have mining Monday. Listen, it's between arcs. So my money is on one of three events. My buddy is on Apex, Faction Hunt, or Cal. It's going to be one of those threes. One of those three is my guess. All right. Uh, favorite TV show? Um... You know what? I'll tell you, I just binge watched like eight hours of Big Sky uh, this past week. That is a creepy, creepy show. And uh, if you haven't seen it, like, it's terribly disturbing if you like that kind of thing. So, yeah, you can watch Big Sky. I like that. Um, Why does Snake Eyes get mad if it's over three hours? Listen, Arian, Snake Eyes believes the podcast should be 60 minutes. Like, he he and I have fundamentally disagreed on the definition of, of a podcast since we started this for a year and a half we have not seen eye to eye on this thing so yeah he doesn't like him over 60 minutes but he has accepted that i go two to two and a half hours but like that's a hard line for him if i tell him three and a half hours he's gonna die uh the tng episode i would most like to see adapted to the game oh boy um i think it would have to be uh picard getting assimilated I think Lacutus needs to enter the game, like, for sure. Uh, What officers do I want to see next arc? Not Wesley Crusher. I want to see Picard, Riker, and Barkley. Honest to God, Barkley is one of my favorites. I want to see him. I want Lieutenant Barkley in the game. I do. Well, DJ. What? Broncosa says... (laughs) 
What? I like broccoli. Barkley, look what you made me do. Uh, <laughs> Bloom, uh, let's see. Broncosa says, where are my faction credits from this arc? Well, you got them four times, buddy. They were in the Hunt the Factions event, and it happened four times. Uh, Stony Dude says, is Lorca coming in the packs? I mean, he's in there right now, but it was it's limited time. It's only 72 hours, so I don't know. I mean, I guess he's going away again. So I don't know. All right, that's it. That's all I got time for, folks. We got to go. Um, three and a half hours, and, and yeah. Like I said, Snake Eyes is going gonna, is gonna to just... I'm going to have to... head down to after party. I got to split it into two. There's no way he's letting me upload this. He's going to make me split it into two. Part one and part two. So we'll upload one tomorrow and then one on Tuesday, I guess. Do what? You could cut out your... Um your softball story if i take out a, um, if, if i take out the softball story then it's it's two hours and 40 minutes and i could probably get away with that i could probably get away with that that sounds like a good plan I, really you didn't like the softball story all right fine i'll take it out i'll take it out fine fine i'll take it out Y'all didn't like my softball story. You are grumpy. I'm not grumpy. I just wanted to share something about my personal life. I wanted to tell you that I almost got into a fight with like a 70-year-old dude and then almost got arrested. And there's a blooper reel at the end. You want a blooper reel? No, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. The softball deserves its own episode. I can't do that. All right, goodness. Yeah, Bake Llama says I should leave that off public record anyway. He's probably right. Baked, baked Llama. All right, listen. He's a llama. He's smoking dope. He's high as a kite. And he is the most rational of all of us. Like, seriously. He's like, listen, you don't want that on public record. He's absolutely right. All right, guys. We're done. We're done. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. Appreciate it. Hey, check us out online. Star Trek. Uh, what is the website <laughs> talking track stfc dot online talking track stfc dot online thank you for that uh while you're while you're there go over to the youtube we're gonna publish some stuff this week this is the worst outro ever we're gonna publish some stuff next week uh this week coming and you can look at the patron link if you want that's that's all i got Thank you. I, I can't listen in in good faith. I can't even ask you to donate money. This show was terrible, it's absolutely horrible. So I can't even ask you to be a gold patron. But I tell you what, I will thank the gold patrons that we do in fact have, if they decide not to cancel after tonight's mess. Gregor, thank you. Scott Vankman, I beg on Big Country. JC, Hank, Chuck's Grunt, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron Ahab, Book of Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, DJ Gur, Red Two, and Honey, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram. Uh, Tammy Moser, Regis Lady, Cast Frank, Gallo, Engineering Free, Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam Coulter, NC Jetski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Leonidas, Raxanar, Striker V, Ready, Jerry, Ryan, Indy, Dandy, Quack, Boom, Mr. Fusion, Hey, Callus, King on 101, Silent Stabber, Commander, Taylor, Damon, Arcs, Blue Mandalorian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Breaks, Bucky, Avenger, Medic, 213, Fog and Farts, Stony Dude, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Eric, Judge Crank, Karen Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Not My Game Name, Sentinel, The Looter, Con Air, Irish Jack, Wyman, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, Silly Tom, The Egger, Never Clutch, Storm, Harshness, Procedure, Lugus, Sub Commander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack Tribble, Dr. Link, Jason, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn Claude, and Your Mom. <laughs>
<laughs> Your mom, our latest gold patron. Thank you for being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is time that's on the list. I'm not even kidding you. It's your mom. Thank you for being here and listening to Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs. We'll catch you on the next one. Love you, mean it. Bye.